0: everyone, Kitty here. Before we dive into the podcast, I wanted to give you a couple of reminders. The first is that we touch on a lot of sensitive subjects that could be possible emotional and trauma triggers for people. If there are any topics that you're sensitive to, we recommend that before you watch any of the movies or listen to our podcasts, you check the website doesthedogdie.com. Also, this podcast is not kid-friendly and not safe for work. Please listen responsibly. Finally, this podcast contains spoilers. If you're like me and don't like spoilers, please watch the movie before listening. Thank you, and happy haunting.
1: This is Hounds of Horror with Max. Uh, what is a non-fatal murder, <laughs>
0: Victor? No, you're Not, stupid.
2: It doesn't matter how close you live to your house, but anyway.
0: How oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> And Kitty. Well, that's a lot. a lot
0: of words for I'm trying something instead of porn. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Huh? Mm-hmm.
1: Damn oh god. <laughs> I mean Lord knows there's enough of those movies to choose from.
2: What contagious Ugh. movies?
1: There's Tusk. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't make you guys watch that. Like it wouldn't be right for me to do that.
2: Uh I think that would be fun. With how much you've talked it up at this point, we're gonna have to watch that and feast at some point.
1: I, but I'm telling... I'm going to have to take notes off of memory because I'm not watching it again. And I'm never watching Feast again.
2: <laughs> uh, not never. Even, okay, so here's the deal. What if we did, like, a an event where if we got to a certain charity... Like, we were donated to charity or something. If we got to a certain tier, that we would watch the... The first? answer is yes. <laughs>
0: okay. We could do a live stream for everybody who donated... And uh, like do a dual screen of us watching the movie and our reactions to it. It'd be really funny.
2: (laughs) Okay. I'm up for that. I'd be up for that. And the the charity could go to us not working anymore. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I guess we'll start like everything's normal, right?
0: Like everything's normal.
2: (sighs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Let's just pretend like we're all normal. You guys can't hear my breathing, can you? I can hear your mouse wheel. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. I can but you can't hear me breathing. <laughs> no, I don't. I guess it's a different like pitch, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how sound works. I guess I'll get off Netflix.
1: <laughs> I was. I was. Toying with the idea of playing a video game while we did this, but uh, I, 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 I knew
0: can't. you were gonna try to. I knew it somehow. <sighs> I would that's, like
2: to, but I won't be able to focus
0: <laughs> because Cat was
2: really pushing to record at our computers, and I was like, "Why? We can just set up down here like normal and sit next to each other with the microphone." And she's like, well, "We'll put the microphone between us and we'll sit at our computers." And I was like, "Okay, but like, why?" I was like, "Do you want to play <laughs> a game?"
0: While we're this? <laughs> I wouldn't have though. Probably.
2: Probably. All right, so we should probably just get this shit started and see how it goes. Um, I'm Victor. I'm Max.
0: And I'm Kitty, and this is Hounds of Horror, our weekly horror podcast where we get together and talk about horror movies that we've sat down and watched, theoretically, in the past week.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) In theory, In theory.
0: (laughs) Um, This week, we are doing the 2013 movie Mama that was directed by Andy Muschietti, and it was also sort of kind of co-produced by Gilmer De- Gil- guillermo del toro
2: mm-hmm. and benicio well, del toro but he's not yes. in the credits yep and javier Bardem. yes mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. 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 um and it was written by andy muschietti and barbara muschietti who i assume is probably his wife but might be his sister or his mom who knows
2: Maybe they're not related, and it's just a really weird coincidence. That would be his a really weird
0: coincidence, because that's a weird name roommate. <laughs> who took his last name, just in case.
2: <laughs> just in case.
1: A uh, you here. can reach us. You can reach us at houndsofhorrorpod at gmail.com.
0: Apologies for weird background noise or anything of that nature this week, because of this whole outbreak with the coronavirus. Uh, we are recording separately. Uh, Telecommuting.
1: And watch, this would
2: probably be the best-sounding podcast we have. will not that be amazing?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we'll see how that goes, and we may end up having to do it more in the future.
2: Possibly, yeah. I actually recorded all my audio yesterday. I just assumed everything you guys were going to say.
0: Yeah. very very well-timed.
1: What's it called, this thing that we're doing? The social... uh,
0: Social distancing? distancing?
1: Yes, I could get used to this.
0: (laughs) You do it anyway.
2: (laughs) I
1: know! That's why I like it! (laughs)
2: Yeah, there was a post that said, when you start social distancing and realizing that's just your life.
0: <laughs> you have to make absolutely zero changes.
2: Yes! <laughs> it's very nice. <laughs> my bum is currently comfortable in my chair, and that's nice. <laughs> it's kind of like whenever Jesus... Um, wait, what's what? the word? I'm like, okay, hang on. <laughs> just wait. Just listen to what I'm I I don't care to see where this is going. <laughs> like, So there was a snake that convinced Eden... or or eve Eve. (laughs) (laughs) yeah go on i'm making a point here guys and it's gonna be amazing i'm gonna bring this back around so he convinced eve to eat the apple right
3: yes
2: (laughs) and then God was like hey i don't want you to be doing that so i'm gonna punish you i'm gonna make it so that you have to always slither across the ground the snake uh-huh yeah, yeah.
0: not eve i was very not confused eve although that would second. be really cool
2: though like so like it's kind of like that it's kind of like whenever they're like you have to do this thing but it doesn't really seem like a punishment or a change at all because it's kind of what we already did anyway so i always thought it was kind of a shitty punishment
0: well i think that it's not like that at all the serpent had legs before that happened
2: oh well that's.
0: Something I,
1: I, I, I think it was a dinosaur and that's what happened to them <laughs>
2: God made them snakes. Is that why religious people hate dinosaurs so much?
0: Yes, they pretend that they don't exist.
2: (laughs) Uh, Yo, you religious people are whack.
0: (coughs) I went to a youth group one time where the youth group leader was talking about how the Bible talks about dragons. Uh, I mean. Anyway.
2: Anyway. So due to this whole virus kerfuffle, some things are a little different and we apologize, but we're doing our best.
0: We're still things, the same.
2: We're keeping all the real up in here. I should stop trying to talk like yo kids.
0: Anyway, mm-hmm. so this movie, go ahead and start there, Max, with the uh, actor relations there.
1: I'm just I, just trying to wrap my head around the snake thing. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, we watched Mama this week. And this was actually uh, the first time I watched it. Uh, which is cool.
0: It was our second time.
1: <clears throat> well, I like watching movies for the first time. Me It's, too. it's always the best time.
2: I <laughs> actually told Kitty that I wish that I could have been there like a fly on the wall while you watched this. Because I guarantee there was at least one time that you screamed.
1: Um, I now I done told you, Victor. The only time I've ever actually screamed, like in sheer terror,
2: was playing Witch Hunt. Okay. Let me rephrase that because you mm-hmm. have a very specific description of scream. I was telling Kitty that I wish I could have been a fly on the wall watching you watch this movie because I guarantee there was at least one time where some horrified noise emanated from you.
1: I I, I see that point too. You're correct. Okay. I, I do do like a Ooh! like yes. that. That's not what I classify
2: as a scream. No, but I think it fits in the same general realm, so I just kind of go with it. But you have a very specific classification. Well, we have, uh, again, our, our
1: favorite Javier Botet Indeed. as Mama. <clears throat> Kitty and I were talking, there, there was a lot of CGI for Mama in this movie, but I, there were certain times, I believe, um, it was um, Javier's actual skeletal frame that we saw, just decorated with, you know, gross fingernails and stuff. I, I do believe that was his actual hand, though, or his arm or whatever it happened to be.
2: Yes, multiple times we got to see his <clears throat> appendages, and I think whole body, a, a few scenes.
0: I think basically the only thing, I mean, obviously, whenever, like, Mama's, like, slithering around, like, eating, um... <laughs> <Lucky>. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's all CGI'd, but I think whenever she was standing, I think that usually that was his actual frame, just with the face and hair CGI'd, so...
2: Yeah, um, for sure. Or he was just, you know, yeah, yep. So yeah. <laughs> Thank, Thank you for nuts. your agreement.
1: <laughs> uh, and next up, we had Jessica Chastain, one of my favorites, uh, playing Annabelle. She was also Murph in Interstellar and Commander Lewis in The Martian. I recommend both of those movies very highly. I, I mean, she's been in a, a ton of other stuff too, but those are just two of my favorites. So. The um, The
0: Martian was the the Marky Mark movie.
1: No. Marky Mark
0: Mark, Wal- Mark Wahlberg movie
2: uh, no. Matt
3: Damon
0: oh okay no it's the movie that I was thinking of but I just had the wrong actor it's
2: a very 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 different actor and would have made for a very different movie it would have probably
0: <laughs> an interstellar was the Tom Cruise movie no <laughs> why am I bad at this
1: it's Matthew McConaughey are you thinking of Ryan Gosling <laughs> and um
0: I Anne mean- Hathaway I'm thinking of, what was the one uh, where Tom Cruise is, like, jumping around in time?
1: It's not even
2: remotely the same movie. Is I, that are you talking The of Edge of Tomorrow?
0: Tomorrow? Mm, yeah, Edge of Tomorrow.
2: It's not in space. At all. <laughs> never <sighs> once didn't... did they set foot on a spaceship in that movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've never seen Interstellar, so I didn't know. <laughs>
1: Kitty, Victor, you guys you you two need to to get your movie facts straight and read the Bible.
2: So, okay, I will concede about the Bible part because that shit is long and boring and difficult to keep up with, but you asked me about movies. In fact, I'm just you can cut this out if you want. I don't give a shit. Max, I believe just last week, it wasn't last week, but we're going to pretend it was, okay. I asked you a question about a movie and you vehemently told me that I was wrong multiple times and then you looked it up. And I was not wrong. Oh, was it? Oh, it was Nathan Fillion in Saving,
1: uh, Private, Saving Ryan. Private Ryan, yep. I can see that. I, I can see that. So, anyway.
0: There's a lot of concessions happening right
1: I don't remember her in I'm the cellar. I'm a concession-null. Concessional? <laughs> <Confessional>? <laughs> concessional.
2: What is that? Uh, I would like to partake of your concessions, please. <laughs> Except for the times when I'm not, which is 99% of the time, but... Um, but yeah, I don't remember Chastain in Interstellar at all. She was Murph. Um, his daughter in the beginning. Oh, she was the, the older version? Yeah. Like grown-up Murph? Oh, okay. That's probably why I... Hanging out with Michael Caine. Okay. Okay, yeah. So at the... Oh, not the end of the movie. Because like that movie plays with time a lot. And like halfway through the movie, she's like grown up. Yeah. Right, okay um yeah it's been a while since i've seen that movie so yes you are right yeah o- okay. old murph in the end was not jessica chastain no it was not i was like i was like yeah it doesn't make sense she was like super old anyway sorry um to list the rest of the actors in this movie go, go-, go ahead max i don't know if
1: i'm saying this right because i don't watch game of thrones but uh we have Nikolaj coster waldow as J, ja- or not as Jamie Lannister. Um, well, I mean, yes, he plays Jamie, Jamie Lannister, Lannister. Yeah. but
0: not in this one. This would have that would have made for a totally different movie.
1: I actually failed to write down his character names. I just wrote Jamie uh, Lannister.
0: Lucas and Jeffrey.
2: Lucas and Jeffrey kind of play Jamie Lannister in the beginning of this movie, actually.
0: Mm, a little bit. Jamie kind Lannister's
2: of. got a thing for killing kids.
0: Mm.
2: He does. Yeah, I don't.
1: I don't watch Game of Thrones because I don't like it. Um, but I remember him from that show. Yep, and then we have uh, Megan Charpentier as Victoria, and as she also
0: young Victoria or older Victoria.
1: Older Victoria. Okay. Um, she also played Greta in It. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, uh, there's other characters, but they're not going to be listed <laughs> we, here. And in... we
0: had discount Ch- Tony Shaloub playing the psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's right. Yeah, I thought it was him at first, but it's not. <laughs>
0: I mean, oh come on!
2: Like he's actually a, a pretty prolific B-list actor. He's in a lot of things that you know of, but you don't remember that he's in them until you see them. He's that kind of actor, and those guys need—they need credit. Although I'm not going to give it to him because I don't actually remember his name either. Let me look quick. Okay. Uh, Daniel Cash. Oh. Played
1: Doctor Dreyfus. He was very good in that role. He was a very antiseptic doctor figure. Yeah. Uh, also, also okay. maybe you want to be Ghostbuster, but we'll get to that yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he didn't do a good job of it <laughs> So, Oh, he was Private Spunkmeyer in Aliens Holy shit, he was I can't say I remember his character from Aliens, but
0: So he was in, like, late 80s, early 90s sci-fi movies uh,
1: Well, he's been in some recent stuff He was in one of the new Takens, like Taken 87 or something <laughs>
0: We were watching this on uh, Amazon Prime, and whenever you pause Amazon Prime movies, it, like, gives you a snippet of the actors that are, like, in that particular scene.
2: Yeah, it, like, in the timeline of the the um, the scroll bar at the bottom of the screen to tell you how much of the movie you've watched and how much is left in that that snippet where you've stopped in that scroll bar it actually tells you what actors you're seeing which is really unnecessary it's super
0: unnecessary (laughs) but like i just i didn't notice it until last night whenever we paused it on one of the scenes with nicolaj in it and it had him listed as both of the characters that he played (laughs) Like
2: it's separate bios for each of the characters listed him twice
0: (laughs) so it starts with him as jeffrey
2: is it Jeffrey?
1: Yes. Uh, pause. Pause for a second. Sure. Daniel Cash was also a voice, not listed to the name, just voice, in Far Cry 2. Oh. Two. One of my all-time
2: favy video games. One of the best. Absolutely. <sighs>
3: yeah. I'm
2: probably going to cut that like out. Why? <laughs> uh, if he had voiced one of the My Little Ponies, you wouldn't shut up about it.
0: <laughs> I mean, if he... <laughs> Freaking Groucho pony. Twilight Sparkle. <laughs> that was an amazing feat. <laughs> but anyway.
2: <laughs> uh, but anyway. So uh.
0: it, it starts off with Nicolaj as Jeffrey has just found out that his wife had been, I'm guessing, sleeping with one or both of his partners. I'm not really sure which. And so he kills everybody. And then abscons with the girls his daughters
1: oh abscons that's a good word
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> with
1: I, I, that broke my heart too that whole scene with the little girls everything about them oh yeah they, they, they just oh, it was so upsetting
0: it was really upsetting and with the current state of affairs in the world i wasn't prepared for how emotionally taxing that was going to be on me
2: yeah it was and... a little rough and they were really good actresses too
0: like... the little the little little girls And the older girls. Both sets were were Both sets of
2: children were very good actresses because, (laughs) Mm -hmm. honestly, like, kid actors will drag me right the fuck out of a movie immediately.
0: Yeah. Like, the little girl that played young Victoria was so cute. Yeah. And so good at acting and just, like, being oblivious to what was going on. And he takes the girls and goes to... (laughs) goes to the woods with them and he wrecks the car because he's going too fast and the roads are slushy and magically they're all okay even though he hit a tree going pretty fast i don't think
1: they were in their seats yeah no
0: no like (laughs) victoria was holding lily on her lap in the back seat of the car
2: yeah Um, but guys it's a lexus and they're built to last (laughs) so They're built for tough, or... I don't know what they're saying is. They're built. (laughs) (laughs) They are constructed, yes. At
0: some point. Um, (laughs) And then, like, 20 seconds later, we have Nikolaj showing up as Lucas to play his own twin brother. (laughs) With slightly different hair and facial hair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) <laughs> yes, that's I have written down here, ah, one had long hair and the other one didn't. Therefore, they must be twins.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, but... I don't want
2: to tell you guys how long it took me to figure out they were the same person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a trick that they've been using since at least the parent trap in the 1990s with Lindsay Lohan. Um...
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like the Abbott and Costello days. Like... Yeah. Oh, oh wait do you remember in happy days like no, al would like point at a portrait on his wall of his mother but it's just him
2: wearing like <laughs> you know <laughs> that's amazing eddie,
0: eddie murphy's style plays yeah. every member of his family <laughs> jeffrey the dad takes the girls to this cabin that he finds in the woods and
2: just real quick note this is all after he murders his wife by the way yes he already
0: killed his wife and his business partner
2: fatally murders
0: fatally murdered um fatally murdered and (laughs) takes the girls to this cabin i mean that wasn't obviously his planned destination and it was just like this little old cabin that nobody apparently had been to in a long time
2: i don't think he had a plan Period. Well, he said he didn't. No. No. Victoria was like, where
1: are we going? And he's like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. And he, once he gets there, he plans to, he was going to just kill himself, and then he decides to kill the girls. And that's when Mama steps in.
1: Yeah, he's about to kill Victoria, and he gets
0: mamad. Yep.
1: She gives him a
2: big old bear <laughs> hug.
0: She... Mm-hmm. That first sequence reminded me of the other mother in Coraline.
2: Ooh, yeah, it kinda did. Yeah.
1: I don't yeah. know why I said that in such a high pitched voice, but Ooh. I did. So there I thought, it is. I forever it was adorable.
0: <laughs> and she like grabs a hold of him and like snaps his spine in a million pieces. And then Allegedly. 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 And then the girls are left by themselves in the cabin.
1: But she's just
3: awful
0: to awful. think about it's absolutely
2: so awful but oh, like it's terrifying oh my god like it's such a creepy start to that movie and pulls you in and the sounds yeah. holy fuck i'm going to talk about this multiple times but the sound design in this movie is awesome yeah it oh, really so was good. um
0: so the first time terrifying. That I cried watching this movie was during that scene where they're sitting in front of the fire and it starts to go out right before Mama throws the cherry to them.
1: <sighs> yeah. I, I almost cried at that scene. Yeah.
0: I did because cry. Poor, poor little
1: Victoria's like, look, Lily, a cherry.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm like, oh my god, I can't like I can't do it.
0: Yeah. Nope. And I started crying and I sniffed and scared the shit out of the dog. <laughs> 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 He scratched Vic.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And then I jumped. (laughs) So it was this whole fucking ordeal.
1: That's why I was, one of the reasons I was saying I can't watch this again for at least a while. I can't, like, I I would have to skip the beginning. At least.
0: I don't remember crying during that scene the first time that we watched this, but I was also not a parent at that point. And so, like, it just, it was very hard on me this time around to watch it. Um, But Lucas doesn't give up on finding the girls. He starts, at some point, dating a girl named Annabelle, and they live together in this little loft apartment. And he- I'm gonna tell you
1: something. Jessica Chastain, with her hair cut into a bob, dyed black, with tattoos. I'm into it. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, yeah. That like tickles my fancy.
0: I like her better as a redhead. But is I like redheads. Really,
2: is, well, that I mean, is that what that is? It's a pixie. A pixie? I don't know what it's either a, of those things are.
0: Um, a pixie haircut is What's like she super, super short, and then okay. a bob would be slightly longer with layers in it.
2: Let, let, me, let me
1: not reiterate, not specialize. What am I trying to say? Rephrase? Yeah, let me rephrase. Jessica Chastain looks fantastic just as her regular redhead itself. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> But when she's dressed up like that, it's kind of like evil Jessica. And I'm like, ooh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So Lucas has drained all of the money that I'm assuming he got as a payout from the estate whenever his brother killed everybody and died.
2: Oh, that would make sense. Because I was like, dude, do you seriously not keep track of your bank account? But if it wasn't his bank account, if it was something that was in like escrow, which is a word that um i use but i don't actually know what it means i think it it, wouldn't
0: be an escrow i don't i don't know if it would be in a trust or what it was but i mean he probably had it in his own bank account but just wasn't really keeping track of it because he was so desperate to find his brother and his nieces i guess agreed
2: so they were searching some grids and to be honest like jessica she starts out this movie kind of being a bitch and like we're all kind of like okay like ease up a little bit and like she's like do you mean annabelle I, yeah. I was just referring to her as her actress name. I don't know why. I guess just why was I abs- she being a bitch. Cuz she she's like she walks in and she's like, "Are you going to search grid like ZB27?" and she's like making fun of him and he's like trying to find his lost brother and his potentially deranged lost brother and his lost nieces and she's like making fun of him for it. <laughs> I'm like... just just a little bit mean about it like a little insensitive but then again he's been doing this for five years so i guess maybe she's built up kind of a relationship with him where that's okay to do and
0: there are times too where she's a little bit insensitive about things throughout the course of the movie but at the same time taking it from the perspective of like she was the type of person who was ecstatic that she wasn't pregnant Mm. and then having two children dumped into her lap as her responsibility would be a huge adjustment
1: Not just two children, but two children that crouch in the shadows on all (laughs) fours or, like, will suddenly sneak up behind you.
3: Yeah. (laughs) You
0: know, if I was a rocker chick, though, those would be the type of children that I would want. (laughs) (laughs) Give me the creepiest children you have. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, getting two feral children would be extraordinarily difficult. Like,
3: Yeah.
0: and especially Uh. if you, like never anticipated it actually happening. It just, like... Yeah. But... <laughs> she
1: can be insensitive at times, but, but I applaud her because she is relatively supportive of him in this yeah. time. Yeah. And he was also a douche. A little a douche bit. nugget.
0: At times. At, at times, yeah. He's also insensitive to the fact that, that like, she took on all of this for him. And, yeah.
1: And completely not ready for it. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was he was definitely kind of an, an ass. Yeah. Uh, like, when it. she forgot that Gene was coming over. Yeah. yeah. He's like, it's just one day! And I'm like, listen, dude.
0: <laughs> and, like, with yeah. all the shit that she... Like, all the responsibilities that she suddenly had to take on. Like, that is a lot. Like, it's hard it to adjust lot. being a parent to your own baby, let alone to somebody else's children who, again are fucking feral. Like, it's yeah. it's impossible. Like, it's an impossible situation all the way around. Um, but, so, they, they get rescued by Earl and Daryl out there in the <laughs> field, like, searching for them.
1: Yeah, I'd like to know who those hunters were. Yeah. Like, yeah. where did he find them to hire them? They were and...
0: probably just, like, some of the trackers, and not trackers, but, like, the search people that had volunteered initially and then...
2: Saw an opportunity.
0: Yeah. And, but, I mean, I want to know how much money he paid to them, too, because I'm assuming that his brother was fucking wealthy. And sure, I, I'm positive that his wife got a good chunk of the payout, but, like, I his just... Wife. His Or his wife's family, I mean. Uh Like, sorry. Gene's family? Ghosts yeah.
2: don't really need money.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> You don't know. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, <laughs> but I kind of like the fact that they, I felt like, and maybe I was off the mark here, but I kind of felt like these guys weren't really doing their job that much. And maybe after five years, they just, like, they could, didn't have it in them to really give it that that much passion anymore. But, like... When it cuts to them just, like, sitting around drinking beer. Eating lunch. throwing their bottles behind. And, like, one guy goes to take a piss. And that's the only reason he finds the cabin. Like, it's just pure freaking luck. He finds the car. He found the car. The car. That's right. My my apologies. He finds the car. And then they find the cabin. And holy God. Those kids are scary as hell. Yeah. Uh It's like... It's like what I thought Gollum was going to be in Lord of the Rings, but he ended up being kind of not so creepy. Not
0: as scary as these two small children. <laughs> oh my
2: god, they're scary.
0: They're, like, crawling around on all fours is one of the creepiest things in the movie. It's yeah. just, like, blah. Like, I don't remember ever being able to crawl around like that whenever I was a kid.
1: No. Um. But we were also raised and loved. That's true. Yeah, I mean, we all. all have that. Yeah. huh?
2: <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Some I of mean, us were. Yeah,
0: Your whole family was basically feral. So, I mean, it makes <laughs> sense. But- I,
2: I wish I could walk like that. Are you kidding me? I would do it all the time.
1: With <laughs> a giant mound of cherry pits.
2: Yes, leap onto the fridge and hiss at you. <laughs>
0: um, and then we get to the second heartbreaking scene in the movie where they're reintroduced to their uncle lucas after like four hours of being rescued yeah and of course it was
1: 87 looks- days oh wait maybe. no
0: that was whenever they got taken out of the facility Is... um are you sure about that positive yeah because it said 87 days later and that's when they showed the courtroom are you serious yeah
1: Because I can check right now.
0: Okay, go ahead and check. But I'm going to keep talking while you do that.
2: So, 2087 days later. (laughs) Oh my god, what did I just do to my computer? (laughs) Computer over. Not what I intended.
0: (laughs) Whoops. Is it shutting down? Do we need to take a break?
2: (laughs) No, no, it should be fine. (laughs) And the lappy just beat the carpet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The Commodore 64.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But Lucas goes in and gives uh, Victoria her glasses and i actually said to vic i was like did they just pull her old prescription and pray that it still worked like i can't imagine them getting her to sit still for an eye exam
3: (laughs) oh
2: yeah (laughs) yeah and her prescription would have been pretty high because her vision was pretty bad yeah but my note was like did he really really not think that these two children ages what three and one yeah That were abandoned for five years in the woods wouldn't see him and immediately think that it was their father. Like, did he really not consider that? Yeah. Yeah, he must not have. And he was just like, "Oh no, I no, I look exactly like him, but I'm not your dad." Like, really?
0: And I mean, it
2: does not say eighty-seven days later
0: at the courtroom scene. Yeah. Where does it say it at?
1: Nowhere. (laughs) It definitely said it. He says. The, Mr. Cash says, "I've been there attending physician or whatever for eighty-seven days." Oh,
0: in the courtroom though. Yeah. Okay. But it doesn't um,
1: say. Like, does it have a little text right. that says eighty-seven days later.
0: Well, we watch it with captions on, so I just my brain put it on the screen. Apparently, let
1: me put the captions on.
0: Uh, Lily, I don't think would have really remembered what her dad looked like.
2: No, I suppose not. No, nah.
0: like the the memories or lack thereof that I have from that time period in my life. Like, I don't know that I would remember after that amount of time.
2: So the movie keeps (laughs) happening.
0: I think that probably one of my favorite parts in the movie though was whenever they were in the room and like Victoria just jumps out of the shadows and scares the crap out of Annabelle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Cause like, I feel like that was foreshadowing for how the rest of the movie was going to (laughs) go. So the shady Dr. Dreyfus. Takes them in. He's not shady. Mm
2: -hmm. The whole tit for tat thing's a little weird.
0: I don't want them moving to the other side of the country any more than you do, so here's this house where I get access to them all the time if I want. It's a little shady.
2: Well, he wants to study them. Right. I mean, I'm not saying that it doesn't work for the movie. What I'm saying is that he clearly says... I mean... Like, he flat out says that... like, in my professional opinion, I would say that it would be a better option for them to go with this woman, like, their are uh, he their did aunt. say that. But I want them to go with you because I want to see them, too. So, like, he's letting his personal opinions 100% get in his way, which I think, uh, like, violates okay. the...
0: <laughs> like, it, I understand him wanting to study them, but it just, I don't know, it was a little shady. Dr. Shady. Up I there. would do
2: it. I mean, I'm not faulting him. I would fucking want to study those I kids. Feel like,
0: I feel like his... Work probably would have paid for him to travel to study them though. I don't know. Like that's such an interesting and weird case that like Yeah, but
1: who wants to travel?
2: Yeah, it's it's <laughs> a motels lot of do. And fast food. <laughs> it's it's not. Um It's also like it's not being home. That's what traveling is. Yes. And that doesn't appeal to me.
0: But to some people it does.
2: Those people are wrong.
0: <laughs> Those people Yeah, why they buy different. a house to begin with. <laughs> yeah.
2: It all depends Maybe on how far he away you live from your house. <laughs> Maybe. They never discussed that in the movie.
0: <laughs> Maybe he just lives out of the trunk of his car because he has important shit to study. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe.
2: He's always studying.
0: <laughs> I don't know why I'm defending him now, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, um,
2: the next scene of note that I had that I wanted to mention was like, there's a scene right before they moved to the house that Annabelle was talking to her bandmate, I think her singer... And her singer's like, dude, like, what's going on with this family stuff? And she's like, Yeah, I just had them dropped on me, like instant family. And like, there's a line where she says something along the lines of you're in a rock band. Oh, I had it written down, and or I thought I had it written down, but I don't. But it was something like you're in a rock band, you don't need to be nice, or something like that. And I was like, or you don't have to be sensitive. And I was like, fuck that. <laughs> like <laughs> there is no industry, there is no style of music that you can be a part of that immediately means that you are an insensitive bitch. Like, which I'm not saying that, like, wanting to stay with your boyfriend, fiance, whatever he is to her, while he raises these two feral children that you didn't think existed anymore like that's not being insensitive but like that that line was just stupid to me like it was like fuck off yeah people in rock bands are apparently just cold-hearted assholes
0: well she was just (laughs) insensitive and selfish and wanted to keep her bassist, but i I guess
3: what
1: what part of this though means that she can't be in a rock band anymore
0: I think she I had know. to move. I think that might have been part of it. Or maybe just the fact that, like, she had to be out of the house a lot if she was going to be practicing with them. Mm. Um, but.
2: Which, if that's, if she gave up on her passion to help him with raising these kids, that does mean even more so that he should be indebted to her. Because that's a lot. Like, yeah. that's asking a lot that's of somebody. A, that's
0: a huge, huge ask. It I mean, also I'm... sounds like
2: their band wasn't very good, maybe. It does sound like that, too. <laughs> um,
0: but. I at the same time, I'm sure that they had conversations about it over the years. I don't know. Can you imagine not ever having that conversation of what happens if you find the kids and then the kids show up and you're like, "Well, shit, we never talked about this." <laughs> <laughs> I, I never thought of the possibility that it might happen. Some people um, just aren't planners. That's true. That's true. They like to live on the edge a little bit.
2: Jonathan mm-hmm. Colton talks about that in one of his songs. Uh. All right.
0: So (laughs) they move into the house and creepy shit starts happening immediately. I'm pretty sure it's the first night in the house and like, or maybe the second night. I don't know. And she sees Mama in a reflection in the mirror while they're like trying to christen the house. You know, that old trope for horror movies. Um, Sex.
2: (laughs) Horizontal refreshments. Yes. Yes.
0: The first night in a new house.
2: Is that what you're supposed to do? Uh,
0: We had this conversation during Oculus. I don't know about Mm -hmm. anybody else, but after I've moved all of my shit all day long, the last thing that I want to do is have sex. Like, I just (laughs) want to go to sleep.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's like maybe within the first week, but it's not. It's not the first first night. night. The first night is usually like, wow, this is really great. Let's try to sleep in this new weird place.
0: I'm so full of pizza and beer, and I've moved nine billion pieces of furniture today. I'm going to go to bed. (laughs) Um, But, (laughs) so, he goes looking for the source of her fright, I guess. I was going to say the source of the noise, but they didn't really hear a noise. And he starts walking around the house, and... I'm a little bit confused about, so Mama comes out of that spot in the wall Mm -hmm. right above the stairs, Mm -hmm. but I thought that her like entrance point-
1: Her ghost hole?
0: Her ghost hole Mm -hmm. was the closet. Maybe she- It is totally- so either that was a, a consistency error that they No,
2: she does that later. Okay. She like morphs into different spots of the wall and like corrupts it for a second before she can like pass through. It's like okay. it's like the um, demogorgon creating a portal kind of like okay. weird areas. But I just wanna point out real quick that if your girlfriend, fiance, whatever she is to him, I'm gonna say that every time, if if she turns to you and says, There's someone in the house, I saw someone and you literally walk down and check two rooms of your house and don't check the first floor at all and come back, you can pretty much guarantee that they're going to ask you to check the rest of the fucking house. Yeah. (laughs) Like I checked about 20, 25% of the house. I didn't see anybody. We're fine. We're good.
0: (laughs) It's perfectly fine. (laughs) Yeah. So she like knocks him over the banister of
2: hammer in hand, hammer in hand, did not help him,
0: knocks him over the banister and he ends up in a coma and um, was it a
1: banister or was it a balustrade?
0: Uh I don't I don't know. It was a banister. Or a railing. I'm just I'm sticking with banister.
2: Or a rampart. Oh that's a good one too. I know stuff.
0: Knocks him <laughs> over the banister and he ends up in a coma. And- <laughs> I
2: freaking love and that is where you can tell the influence of um Gamla del Toro in this. Like those fingers like slithering together and coming out of the wall, and like the creepy, like knuckle cracking sounds you hear, like that is unsettling.
1: Did he have something to do with uh, that other movie that I like? That other movie that you like, also with Javier Botet,
0: the Polaroid movie. Nope. Uh, it. Nope. Uh, Mara. He was. Nope.
1: Uh. <laughs> the one with the crooked man.
0: Oh. Conjuring. Two. Yeah. No, he had nothing to do with it.
1: Not that I know of. Because that the finger's coming out kind of reminded me of the nun
2: grabbing hold of the picture of the nun uh a little bit. Yeah, I guess I know I, I know what you're talking about. I know that scene.
0: Uh but no, I, I don't think that he had anything to do with that.
2: Not that I know of. Okay. But, like I said, this is just like the dark creepy like the the visual of that like it yeah, it made me feel very unsettled.
0: I think a lot of directors just hire him on as a, like, a creature consultant, basically. Oh, what a
2: cool title. <laughs> <laughs> that is so that, fucking cool. That would be cool.
0: Because, um, I mean, he is really creepy. Like, he has he does a good job with creepy stuff. Yeah, He's he, not creepy. He
2: looks like a really nice guy. Like... He
0: himself is not creepy. <laughs>
1: well we don't know that do we
2: we don't he i just uh, he said what he looks does like
0: does not come across as creepy and i shouldn't say that he's creepy because i don't know him but he does a really good job of creating creepy yes
1: very well spoken <laughs> so
0: <laughs> then that leaves annabelle in the house with the girls and like she clearly doesn't want to fucking be there and she says to dr Dreyfus, she's like okay well what now they're yours like Give them to Jean. I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't want these kids anymore. Which I don't blame her. But also, I can... I don't know that I would be able to do that personally if I knew that at some point Lucas was likely to wake up and be like, okay, where are the girls? And then have to explain to him, oh, I sent them to be with the person that you didn't want me to send them to be with.
1: I do have, before this, I have written, Jean is a butthole.
0: She is. And she's like, <laughs> I know that he spent exhaustive resources finding the girls, but he's not fit to take care of them. I gave up on them a long time ago, but I deserve them more.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, you don't. Fuck off, bitch. Like She's a bum. <laughs> Uh, you're lucky you get to see them at all, and you wouldn't be able to if it weren't for him, so fuck off.
1: Yeah. This is like. I, I can't believe the court wouldn't take that into
2: consideration. Yeah. Yeah, you would think, like, and how many thousands of dollars have you spent trying to find these children? 500,000. <laughs> Minimum. And how much have you spent, ma'am? Um, I, I, I bought a Kit Kat for him once when he came over to the house. 32 cents. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> um,. Yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking that like, um, it would be so terrifying to be Annabelle in the situation, and like, uh, again, just shows her character in this movie that like she's willing to stick out this you know ridiculousness. Like Kitty said, like willing to keep pushing, knowing that eventually he'd wake up and he wouldn't want those kids to go to the one woman he was trying to keep them away from because she doesn't seem to have their best interests at heart. Maybe she thinks she does, but I don't know. It Doesn't really seem like it. And like, oh, I
1: have more to say about her than
2: Okay well, there is more to say about her
1: for sure. <laughs> and then I need you I need help here because I have that. And then the next note about what we were just talking about is I have Anna is really not ready for this. Oh no, no not at
0: all. Um, and she goes into the girls' room the one night to say goodnight to them and she like tucks Victoria in and then <laughs> Lily's underneath the bed, and she goes to say goodnight to her, and Lily just goes, No! Oh,
1: thank <laughs> you so much, Kitty, because
0: I was trying like, to
1: figure out why I wrote that. <laughs> Annabelle,
0: like, emulates my style of parenting, she's just like, okay, fine, whatever, and walks wow. <laughs> away. <laughs> like, which I feel like would be what I would do. Like, okay, you don't want my affection, whatever, I'm just gonna walk away. Like,
1: Thank but you so just... much, because I was confused, because I wrote, I'm not okay with those moaning sounds yeah from the ghost and then my next note is no and
2: i was like why did i write that oh yeah lily <laughs>
3: <laughs> no
2: <laughs> oh like um, let's all just take a second and think about the fact that like there are so many things going on here and not only is she not ready for this responsibility not only is parenting terrifying in general even when you have time to plan for it but she's thrust into this situation with these really, really high need children. And, like, <laughs> oh, my God, are they fucking terrifying. Like, when the lights <laughs> start flickering and, like, she just appears behind her that one night. And you're like, what the hell? <laughs> like, I, I think it was a dream sequence. Because they, they overdid the dream sequences a little bit in this movie, in my opinion. But, like, the one scene where she's walking upstairs and I think it's Lily who's, like, crawling on all floors back uh, into her bedroom I was like, uh, Ugh. like for that to be a normal thing to see in your house like Ugh. I, I wouldn't f- turn any lights off in that house ever i wouldn't I even would put wear, bells like, on them <laughs> like, like miner's helmets and bells
0: <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that i actually really liked was the scene where the girls were playing and she heard them playing with mama and she like was like what's in the closet and she went to look and Victoria was like, don't, don't look in the closet. Yeah. And Annabelle listens to her. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. I'm just going to shut this and walks away.
2: <laughs> she thinks about That's it. That's pretty cool. And she's like, what do I have to gain from actually looking in the closet? And what do I have to lose from actually looking in the closet? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. So. It's a very
0: squeaky chair you got there, Matt. How do you guys hear all
2: this stuff? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's fine um,
2: <laughs> We're actually it's recording like, from inside your bathroom
0: Yeah <laughs> We're in the bathtub though Like we were hiding behind the curtain um, <laughs> Gotta
2: take procedures
0: No I think that your chair offers some ambient noise Because it sounds like a creepy door creaking It does open.
2: Like the, um, the uh, title sequence for Castlevania Circle of the Moon Oh it does sound like that Yeah I knew you'd know what I was talking about <laughs> I can't do that opera, like, falsetto thing, otherwise <laughs> I would 100% try to recreate that right now. <coughs> um, but yeah, so th- the next note that I had was about, like, her going to Dr., whatever the hell his name is. Dr. Uh, Strangelove. Yeah. Rifkin, whatever. <laughs> Dr.
0: Shady. Um,
2: Dr. Slim Shady. She goes to him and she's like, like, should I be scared for my life? Because he's like, I think she's showing signs of disassociative identity <laughs> disorder. And he's like, they're eight years old. Like, she's an eight-year-old little girl. And I wrote, eight-year-old kids can still stab people. Yeah. Like, they well, he still tells
0: you have... something,
1: like, from a crazy eight-year-old. I think he says something like, give me a break.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah she, was like, she was like, should I be worried? And he was, like, about a crazy eight-year-old and, like, said it yes! in such a condescending way. And, like.
2: <laughs> like, you've seen how weird these girls are. Yeah. And, like, uh... a kid with a knife. People have stabbed themselves on accident. You don't need another person involved. And if there was another person involved with intent, it doesn't matter how old they are, they can still fuck you up. They could. So yeah, very little concern by the doctor there. But then again, that was just his trying to make sure the curls stayed in his care or whatever. I might not be worried about like a crazy baby. baby (laughs) because you gotta have you kind of have to give them the knife
3: yeah (laughs)
2: yeah anyway Uh, back into our thing (laughs) so completely unconcerned for her completely unwilling to give any credence to her concerns at all because uh, i guess just because he wants them to stay in the situation that they're in so he has constant contact with them But yeah, I thought that was a stupid lie. Well,
0: and I think that he, like, at that point, he already knew a lot of what was going on. And so he was just, like, lying through his teeth because not only did she not really need to be concerned about the eight-year-old, but she definitely needed to be concerned about Mama. Which,
2: do we think that he knew what was going on before...
0: He took them in?
2: Like, before he had the weird, like, spreading stuff on the wall that he got the confirmation that there was something supernatural going on
0: i think he started to really figure things out whenever he was re-watching the one session and victoria like looked up to her right Mm. so to his left like up in the corner and he like he turned around and kind of looked at it real slow and like (laughs) because He was looking to see what she had been seeing, and there was obviously nothing there at that point because Mama didn't give a fuck about him. So.
1: Yes, to all of that.
0: (laughs) Could you Um, hear the dog's snore just now?
1: (laughs) I cannot. Okay. Thank goodness. (laughs) Because
0: that was the most ridiculous noise that I have ever heard come out of that dog. That's saying Um, something. So, yeah. She then. Jean shows up and there's that whole kerfuffle and she thinks that the girls are being abused, which to be fair, being put in her situation, if I showed up and my nieces were covered in that many bruises, I would be concerned too, even though they were quote-unquote <clears throat> wild. Right. Well,
1: I mean, yes, but Victoria was not. No. It was just Lily. Lily. Because she's still acting like an animal.
0: But sometimes in situations where children are being abused, only one child is being abused. So Mm. it wouldn't have been completely unheard of. Right. And so, like, I kind of understood where she was coming from on that. But I think that that was really just, like, her trying to manipulate the situation so that she could have control of the girls.
1: She was. 100%. And child abuse is a very serious thing. 100%, yes. But when you're going about it like her... Like, you're just a bitter old pickle puss,
2: um, then it's not right. No. I think it's funny that you are one of the most colorful people that I know, Max. But yet, when you're describing someone that you really don't like, you're using all these very toned down words that, like, it sounds like you're talking to children. <laughs> like, she's a butthole. She's a pickle puss.
0: I appreciate I, say? It. I think it's awesome. great. My next note after
1: that is Jeff is being a fart, so. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, I also just want to point out, too, that no child welfare service is going to require that you get photographic evidence of abuse in order for them to send somebody out for a welfare check. Yeah. They would just send a social worker out. Yes. Automatically. So the fact that they were like, you need to get proof was bullshit. So, I just wanted to. Put I mean, that out.
2: unless she called like her friend, who was like, "How do I talk to social services?" And her friend was like, "Oh, they're not going to do anything for you. You got to get proof yourself." And she was like, "Oh, okay."
0: Yeah,
1: but there have been a lot of people I know who've been subjected to like investigations like that just because somebody didn't like them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. They call child services just to mess up their day. Yeah. And like that is the wrongest thing you could do.
0: Yep. It really because it is matter. a
1: serious thing.
0: It and when you call easy.
1: somebody, just because you don't like the person and you just want to mess like that, you should do prison time for that.
0: Yeah, so... Child
1: okay. abuse is never okay, and calling in fake child abuse stuff is never okay. Yeah. So, okay. I'm done talking about it. I <laughs> that's, that's all I had to say. Um,
2: my next note about the movie, which I agree with you, but my next note about the movie is that I love how they play with light in this movie, because it's really creepy, but nowhere on earth is a house gonna be that dark that consistently especially with somebody who's that freaked out about those kids yeah when you say all those things together yes i agree yeah <laughs> like it's that house is like 60 percent pitch darkness and like
0: 95 percent of the time
2: yeah and like if if maybe like mama was like blowing out the bulbs or whatever like if she had some kind of ghostly influence over that <laughs> then i guarantee that um annabelle would have gotten on that shit and replaced that shit because, like, she doesn't want to be in a house with creepy kids, creepy stuff going on, and also have the added creepiness of there being dark black spots in her house every 30 feet.
0: Well, and she legitimately believes that somebody's sneaking in and talking to the girls, whether it's Aunt Jean or somebody else. Like, she thinks that, like, a physical, tangible person is sneaking in and talking to the girls.
2: Butthole Jean.
0: Butthole (laughs) Jean. And... So, yeah, I, like, I would never keep, I would have nightlights, like, in every outlet. Mm. <laughs> like, I wouldn't let it be dark anywhere. <laughs> also, just a real quick note on a a weird choice that I thought that the director made. Everybody sleeps in the most clothing all yeah. the time. <laughs> she was wearing socks, pants, and a long sleeve shirt to go to bed. And a bra. And women don't sleep in bras. Usually,
1: Annabelle seems like the kind of woman who probably wouldn't even sleep clothes on. I'm just saying, like,
0: Like maybe a pair of underwear. Like, yeah,
1: or she's like relaxed, like she's not worried about. Yeah, probably. But
0: Um, so it just like the fact that like she's constantly in a ton of clothing, and like Victoria sleeps in her PJs and a robe, a (laughs) (laughs) bathrobe. And the one time that the girls aren't super duper dressed was whenever Lily escaped out the window the second story window. Yeah. And.
2: Which, I mean, the implication is there that Mama picked her up and carried her to the ground and then was like, someone's at my other portal hole and left.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And just left Lily alone out in the woods.
2: Somebody's poking around my second hole. I better go.
0: Terrifying.
2: Well, we
1: find out Mama's not a great Mama.
2: (laughs) She tries, guys. She tries her best and she has some really cute (laughs) moments with the kids. Like. I love that well, scene where she's playing with Lily with the the blanket. Like I love that scene; it's so cute. Yeah. And then she's I love like when tugging on it. Um. Oh crap! What's the older older daughter's name? Victoria. Victoria. When Victoria starts to close the door, and you just see like the the bottom of Lily's feet go hovering through the doorframe as she's giggling. Like yeah. It yeah. was, was so cute. That and
0: was cute. Like <laughs> Mama, for being a ghost, did a really good job at taking care of those girls for five years. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: mean, she for, did. For, for being, being somewhat incorporeal. She did a pretty good job.
0: <laughs> and for being a ghost whose child got stripped away from her whenever she was like her baby was an infant.
1: Because she was bat dupe crazy.
0: <laughs> she I don't think that she was crazy. I think that she had some mental limitations. That was kind of what I got from Mental that. what? Limitations.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, back then they would have um, treated you the same as a yes. they absolutely yeah, would have. They, they probably would have stuck some leeches on your skull. Probably. So,
0: also, Doctor Dreyfus, whenever he goes to look at the like the the archives, the woman who was showing him the archives looked like every female truck driver that I ever waited <laughs> on when I was a waitress.
2: Yes, the librarian, also known as Mrs. Exposition. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and she had that long hippie braid, and she was wearing a shirt with, like, wolves on it that you would find in the store of a truck stop, and, like, she just, I don't know, she was ridiculous. She was a free spirit,
1: me. man. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I have these books on that stuff. And then later on, she's like, there's also a skeleton here. I also have have
0: bones. Would you like those as well? Yeah. (laughs) And then she, like, gets all up in a space and is like, right the wrongs. And, like...
2: (laughs) Was she a ghost? Was she (laughs) mama's mama?
0: (laughs) She might have been.
2: Like, what the hell's going on at that point? Like, she seemed like she knew a lot. And she just didn't feel like doing anything with the information she had. And was happy that someone just stumbled upon it. And she was like, oh, thank God. Like...
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. This has
2: been eating away at me for a long time, but not enough for me to do anything about it.
0: So, after he finds that out, he goes to... Wait! Wait.
2: Uh. So,
1: I have written here, she's messed up in life. Who? Uh, Mama. Mama. Okay. Whatever her real name is. Because, like...
0: Edith.
2: Edith. Eden.
1: Because before, what I think... He didn't. <laughs>
2: even um, guys i am so smart i made a joke you guys didn't even pick up on because she slithers around her name's edith come on like
0: no, i i i got it that's why i chuckled
2: i'll um, give you a courtesy laugh i meant at the beginning i was it goes like it... this <laughs> 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 i was trying to make it seem like i was smart guys <laughs> you somehow <laughs> turned around and made me feel even dumber
0: i made that first i meant at
2: the very beginning of the podcast
0: Let's fight
2: over who made it first. Okay. Oh, my God. Victor, if
1: we're talking about this whole snake and garden thing, yeah, that was... Yes.
0: <laughs> Never
1: mind. Then- let's just forget that. ever happened. <laughs> so, was it before the part you were just about to talk about, Kitty, that Annabelle has the dream that she's Edith? Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: So, okay, I'm going to talk about this since you guys are just going to skip right over it. But um, Annabelle's having a dream where she's, like, looking, like, point of view... ...vision out of Edith's eyes when
2: she stabs a nun to death to take back her infant baby.
0: With a knitting needle.
2: With a knitting needle. (laughs) Probably not a great thing to give people in an insane asylum for recreation.
1: Probably not. And uh, just looking at her there, like, she messed up there, too. Like, not just being kind of crazy, but, like, her limbs are all ghosty still. Like...
0: Well, and her face was also messed up, and that's why, like, I think that she she had some sort of physical and mental limitations, like, in the picture and in the mirror, like, her face was kind of messed up. But it's
2: not up. in the end.
0: It was kind of messed up. It was a little weird. Yeah. Like, it was a little distorted and weird.
2: I guess I didn't Because I, I read an article where they're, like,
1: kind of giving a synopsis of it, and they're like, in the end, when certain things happen, she kind of reverts back to her younger, beautiful self. And I'm like, are you kidding? Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs>
0: No. Is that her
1: younger, beautiful self?
0: Like, that picture of her was a picture of her, like, alive. And yeah. And she had, like, some some physical issues. She had some sort of malformation of her face. No. And, and I'm
1: not making fun of anybody that actually has something.
0: Oh, no, no, no. I'm just
1: saying... The movie was uh, well. The article was just not doing a good job, I guess. No, so
0: yeah, <laughs> being an article. Like I also with the, it kind of made me wonder what happened, how she got pregnant.
2: Yeah, I kind of wanted uh, that too. If maybe she was like the the product of like an incestuous incestuous relationship. Ancestrious. Ancestrious? I thought it was incestuous. <laughs> Ancestrious. Yes. Ancestrious. <laughs> ancestral relationship.
0: An ancestral. Continue,
2: please. Maybe was also being abused by a family
0: member, father, brother,
2: whoever. um, Or maybe
0: she was already in the asylum and possible. She was taken advantage of by one of the orderlies or something.
2: Not something we necessarily need backstory on. I actually like there being some holes in like lore for us to kind of fill in on our own. Just saying, it's fun to conjecture a little bit, I suppose
0: i just with the way that they they talked about her and they treated her and stuff i'm assuming that that baby was even though edith wanted the baby i don't know that she should have necessarily had the baby obviously in Correct. her possession right um and so it's it's really difficult to figure out how that baby even came to be in the first place but and the baby didn't seem to have any physical deformities like it seemed like a normal infant we didn't really seem like it a normal time. baby um, and not normal yeah you know what I mean and so
1: I glad <laughs> yeah, they didn't go into that because yeah. it got us like this incestuous theme with like horror movies and like ghosts surrounding girls and stuff it's actually been done quite frequently yeah, yeah. I can't think of the names of the other movies at the moment, but I've seen a lot where it's it's the ghost or the poltergeist or whatever has been a product of that. And it's like, not every ghost needs to be that.
0: Yeah. Around that same time, Lucas has a dream. Did I mess up their names? I'm starting to question myself now. Um, Lucas is the living guy. Okay. Lucas uh, has the dream that Jeffrey has shown up and is like, pointing the way towards
2: And walks like a freaking scarecrow. Like yeah. he's like super creepy and weird the way he moves and it's silhouetted. But yeah. you know, did you guys kind of feel like that was there should have been more to that? Like it didn't they really need to happen. It like something? it either didn't need to happen or they needed to put a little bit more into it. Like why was his brother able to connect to him from the other side of the grave? Why did Mama show Lily not Lily, I'm sorry, um Annabelle. Why did she show Annabelle the visions of how it happened? Like why? Did any of that happen?
1: And, I Reversify, I have another note that says here, what's under the bed? Oh my god. Oh, what a yeah, horrifying yeah. thing to ask somebody else who's watching you sleep.
0: Yep.
2: <laughs> and like, the sound it makes and like, the bed shaking and like, it comes up over the side. Ugh. It's
0: like trying to like Ugh. eat its way through the bed at one point. And
2: then like it's, it's there like... and like, imagine feeling That's that not okay. ragged, cold breath on your sh- on your cheek and like, not wanting to look over knowing it's there and like, Oh my can god. Can I just
0: shut the closet door again? Oh my god.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. But yep. there was a cool little two-sentence horror story
1: I read once. Well, not two sentences, but a dad was tucking his kid into the bed. Oh, He's like, "Teddy." Yep. Yeah, you guys read it. Don't finish it. You, can, like, you can say well, cuz maybe
0: our readers or our readers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> our readers.
0: Sorry, continue.
1: <laughs> if you're reading this, you're not doing it right. <laughs> uh, but the, a father's tucking his son into bed, and he, the son's like, Daddy, can you check under my bed for monsters? So he looks under the bed, and his son is under the bed saying, Daddy, there's a monster in my bed.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not right. It's Nope. Yeah. There was, I think, another one in that same vein where a mother, a little girl hears her mother call for her downstairs, and as she's walking to go downstairs, she gets pulled into a closet by her mother who says, I heard it too.
3: <laughs>
2: it's just like, oh, it's just, it doesn't take much to make you fucking freak out. <laughs> yeah. But yes, that scene is horrifying. And it's just, it's another one of the dream sequences that I think are a little overdone in this. But that sequence in particular, that scene is awesome. And it that freaked me out.
0: It reminded me a little bit of the one scene in Rose Red where the touch psychic girl is in bed and, like, a ghost, like, starts to slither into bed with her while she's awake. And, it's, and mine slither in. <laughs> so they both have these weird dreams. He... That actually wakes him up from the coma. And the thing about that that kind of bothered me... Obviously, Jeffrey didn't want to kill his girls. He was going to, out of desperation, because he realized the situation that he put himself in. He didn't want his girls to grow up being the girls whose... Dad killed his wife and himself and like all of that stuff. I can kind of understand that mentality. Or I don't he agree. He just with had it. a mental break. Well, that too, but like I think I think that he like legitimately. I don't know, but
1: I, I think he. I think he realized if he killed himself, his girls were going to be abandoned.
0: Well, yeah. that too in the yeah. woods, in a cabin
1: in the middle of the woods. Yeah. So he was gonna. I yeah. kind of do, like, a merciful thing, even though it's super messed up. But. Yeah,
0: and so he was going to kill them, and I recognize that that was out of a, a point of desperation, but it was a little weird to me that even though he was about to kill them whenever he himself got killed, that he was like, save my girls. Like, that he was the, the driving force that woke Lu- Lucas up to save the girls. Yeah, like,
2: <laughs> it just, it felt weird. Like, it felt like there was something else pulling strings here than, like, using the visage of his dead brother and like sending visions of what mama actually did because like there's no no point in this movie where we see that like mama's remorseful for what she's done she fully intends on going through with it so like why is she sending visions of what she's done to one of the people that is in the way of her doing it again like i don't it doesn't really make sense to me i found it to be kind of odd
0: yeah it was just kind of a weird another one of those like consistency things it was just kind of off
2: yeah i kind of felt like that could at least the the scene with Lucas's brother could have been taken out and it wouldn't the movie wouldn't have really lost much there yeah. except the writers needed a convenient reason for him to be at the cabin for some reason like they were just yeah. like how do we do that oh like and it's a cool idea and that the visual like I said is really fucking freaky the way that his brother like slowly like walks out like tin soldier style like it's really creepy and like his joints don't move right and I'm, like he look creepy as hell but yeah. it doesn't narratively it didn't really fit for me
0: no so, Doctor Dreyfus is killed. Jean shows up to try to get pictures of the girls.
1: Let's back up here a second. One <laughs> more time. Say, because little... you can't skip over the scariest part in the whole freaking movie,
0: which is to you, which was when
1: Doctor Dreyfus gets killed.
0: Oh, okay. Well, he goes okay. out there like
1: an extremely brave doctor. Yeah. Even
0: though he ran like a fucking coward out of the house whenever Mama came out of the wall.
1: Correct.
2: I guess maybe. So he knew she was real and went there anyway. Yeah. But are we assuming that maybe he didn't know that she was going to be there too? Like maybe he just thought that she was going to be at the house and didn't realize that she was going to be at the cabin? No, he said he's going there to prove. She oh, exists. the other side of the portal or whatever. Because mm-hmm. okay, yep. that's actually something I wanted to ask you, Max, because ask, ask you, Max. What ask me, that? Max. I wanted to ask, ask you, you Max, question. up an atom. Um... <laughs> So you know a lot about lore. You've done a lot of reading, whether you're awake for it or not. But that was sorry. It was a reference to something that Max told us earlier. Um, His fever, fever dream reading. Uh, Yes. yes. Um, But anyway, what is the name that he calls that thing? It sounds like an ancient language or something. Like he says it's proof of and then he says a name and I didn't write it down, but it's like this really pretty sounding it. It doesn't sound Latin to me. The name that he calls whatever this world is that he says exists but like it's a, he definitely calls it something really weird Do you know what i'm talking about i do and i don't remember what he said so okay. i'll have to look here we'll have to look it up but it was <laughs> i'm a looking cool right name, now and i figured that if anybody if any of the three of us would know it it would be you
1: let me see what it was he said but we can keep talking while i look
3: we can
2: keep but talking while
1: we look. so yes this was absolutely the scariest part for me because I, I don't know. Like, if I had been there in the cabin and, like, my flashlight went out and you hear those freaking noises that she's making,
2: it's so freaky.
1: I would have died. I, I would have just died. Like, <laughs> see, I would have been like,
2: I heard that and I'm dead. Like, <laughs> see, I, I've thought about this at length and I honestly think that. About in- Max
0: dying? Yes. <laughs>
2: Uh, I mean, I think it's fair to say that we both thought about that in opposite directions multiple times. And it's anyway. Sorry. The point is that in those like if I were in that situation and I knew it was coming and I could hear those sounds, I would hold my breath until I passed out or I would jump straight up into the air and twist my body in such a way that I fell on my head. (laughs) I would much rather <laughs> just have it be over right then and there and not have to deal with the intense amount of fear that you would feel for the oh, next two seconds until you're dead. Because, holy God, like the snap or the, the flashbulb going off and seeing it, like him, like flashing around, like trying to find her, and you're hearing that sound and it's like coming from all around him, and then like, just, like she shadows starts, around starts and... floating in, and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this movie had some of the most terrifying visuals. I <laughs> mean, just. That oh. was one of the scenes where I was like, Because oh! I knew
1: she was coming around the corner. Yeah. But just the sounds, I could not stand that. I would go
2: insane. Yeah.
1: from listening to that for 10 seconds.
2: Oh, it's so wrong. Uh... Mm. And then, um, and then Aunt Butthole comes over for a visit and gets her comeuppance.
0: Yeah. That was horrifying. Some... Like, yeah. Edith My possessing Jane. her. <laughs> And, like... Well, that whole scene. What? Well,
2: uh, like, it starts with, the, um...
0: The cousin It hair crawling across the floor is so creepy and unsettling. Yeah,
2: it is just weird. Like, you almost laugh for a second. Ha- oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the look she has on her face, I really appreciate that whole thing. Like, she doesn't shriek, she doesn't scream, but she's terrified. Like, she's yeah. like...
3: <gasps>
2: like... Yeah. yeah that's how i would be i wouldn't yell i wouldn't do anything rational i would just go going, ur, ur, ur. and
0: mama knocks her out of her boot
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> she possesses her right out of that knocks her socks right off oh
3: god <laughs> um, and, uh... but
2: that's actually one point that i wanted to make about this movie um or about the, the effects in this movie is that first of all i love the design of mama She's great, she's creepy, they don't do a ton to make her over the top, she's just creepy with what she is. I love the fact that they give her this weird flowing, ethereal sense to her, like she's underwater, because that's part of how she died. Like she, I assume, drowns, because she hits the water so hard that I- It
0: knocks her I, out. I think breaks yeah.
2: bones, and she hits that tree on the way down, and that clearly breaks her arms, because her arms are all flopping really grossly, which happens a lot as she's, like, creeping, like, they- they brought a lot of elements into this creature design that I really appreciate. Like the broken arms, the lengthy, lanky, like body, the, the flowing underwater, like ethereal nature that she has when she's moving around. Like it all comes together and looks great. However, one of my favorite scenes in the movie is when shit really starts to go down and Annabelle finally sees her for real. And it's not a dream. And they're all freaking the hell out. Yeah. And in that scene, it doesn't, look finished the effects don't quite look right those are some of and they don't look bad not compared to a lot of movies that we've seen but they don't look as good as the rest of the movie it feels kind of rushed like when i went back and looked at those scenes again and like that whole scene of them in the house there just doesn't it doesn't look right like it doesn't look finished yeah. um, do you mean
1: like um when mama's staying there and, and lily's like look mama and she's like
2: stay away from her
0: she's mad. she says don't look at her she's mad
2: no, and oh well, yes, God. that that scene was. Scary. Lily is also clearly scared of Mama too. Yeah, so Mama's I maybe mean, a little abusive. Someone should call Child Protective Services on her. But that would be a good call to make. Uh, it would be a very special subset of Ghostbusters, which is Ghostbuster Child <laughs> Protective Services. Yeah, um, Ghostbuster Social Services. They only get one case
0: like every like forty years of a ghost <laughs> who's taken over caring for a child. <laughs>
2: But yes, the the way that scene uh, starts is freaking terrifying. And I love that that whole thing. She's like, don't look at her. She's mad. And then she's like, and like, oh my God. Because like, those scenes are really touching. Annabelle starts, like, she goes outside. She brings um, Lillian from the cold because like, mama left her out there. She took her out of the house, out of safety, put her under a tree and left her there. And like, doesn't come back for her because she goes to kill Dr. um, Wannabe Dreyfus. Dr. Dreyfus, yes. And Annabelle brings her back inside and comforts her and tries to warm her up. And they have a really touching moment. And like, then mama's like mad and and jealous and angry. And like that whole scene is terrifying. But specifically what I'm talking about is a scene in the bedroom. They're all running up to the bedroom and um, Annabelle is like, what is going on? And like, she opens the door and she finds this horrific mess inside, truly terrifying. But those, that actual scene of her in that bedroom, like the lights are flickering on and off. And like, Mama looks poorly rendered. It doesn't quite look right. Like she bends over backwards and she's like crawling in like a really terrifying way towards her. And that's stuff that we know that Javier, Javier, Botet, Botet, Botet. 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 Sorry, I'm terrible with names, everyone. Um, that's stuff that we know he can do because we've seen him do it. And maybe it was just the way that they rendered it that didn't look right. But the effects just looked poorly blended to me in comparison to the rest of the movie, which looks great. Like, I don't know. It's just it's a I small didn't notice thing. It. Like, it's a small thing, and maybe it's just me, but like it oh, bothered me a little.
0: Um, we kind of skipped over probably one of my favorite parts in the movie where
2: The hide and seek thing.
0: No. Victoria's downstairs burning breakfast and Annabelle's upstairs putting clothes away in the girls' uh, room. Oh, yeah. And she hears something behind her and she turns around and she thinks that it's Lily playing underneath of a blanket, and then it's not Lily playing underneath of a blanket, and it's so yeah. creepy and weird. <laughs> she's
2: like, Excuse come me. down here, and she's like, okay. She's like, Lily's hungry. And She stops, and just before she turns around, you see Mama, like, float back into the, like, the closet. Suck
0: back into the closet. Yeah. Oh, my
2: God. But, again, props to fucking Annabelle. Yeah. I would not have opened... Like, even nope. after everything that's happened, she still goes and opens that closet. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. That. I would burn the house down. I
0: probably would have been like, Victoria said not to open it. I'm good. <laughs> I would have closed
2: that door and been like, you guys don't need to go in there anymore.
0: Uh, after Jean and Dr. Dreyfus. <clears throat> hey, clickety-clack over there. Mm-hmm. I can hear you <laughs> clickety-clacking.
1: Whatever. I have an answer to Victor's question. Okay. okay. <laughs> the cabin in the movie mm-hmm. has the word Helvetia written on the front. Uh Okay. It is Latin. Okay. Uh, but it is kind of like, kinda like um, symbolizing America with the uh, Statue of Liberty okay Helvetia is depicting the Swiss Confederacy as a female allegory pretty much oh um, so kind of like picturing the United States a Statue of Liberty picturing Switzerland or well the Swiss Confederates as a female figure like that is called Helvetia interesting I'm so- not sure what bearing that has in the movie but
2: <laughs> I guess he just used that because he's a doctor and he wants to be professional and clinical about everything. So he's just using that as a name. That's to call what the, the sign on
0: the door says. The I know sign, the sign of the cap on the cabin. I know,
1: but yeah, I'm he's saying the there's card. a. Uh, uh, he says there's a door between uh, the
2: Duranges' house and Helvetia. And I thought Helvetia, like, I missed that part. I was I guess I wasn't paying attention enough, but I missed the part where that was on the cabin. I thought that was the name that he was giving to, like, the ethereal plane or something. Like, I thought he meant... Th- I kind of thought there was going to be, a, like, a, a, a subtle hinted-at backstory where he was, like, trying to find proof that, like, his wife was haunting him. Or that, like, his wife is still alive. <laughs> or his, his, life, his wife who he had died he could make contact with. Or something like that. Like, a Houdini-type deal. But... I guess they, um, I was off the mark on that one. He just thought that he could prove the ghosts were real, I guess.
0: Um, Helvetia was it... also spelled wrong in the text document that Annabelle was reading. It was not spelled the same way that it was spelled on the door of the cabin. Oh. I just want to point that out.
2: Okay. Um, Very good. Well, that's cool. Detail. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, thanks for looking <laughs> that up
1: Sure. And if you want uh, a cool name for the other dimension, you can call it Gehenna. 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 It's a biblical term. Sounds
2: Australian. Uh, It's not. (laughs) But it sounds like... Pretty sure it's Hebrew, perhaps. Well, interesting. Um, We all know that I'm an expert in biblical matters.
0: So, anyway, Dreyfus is dead. Gene is dead. Uh, Lucas is out of the coma and left, probably against medical advice, and drove himself out to the middle of the woods. And Annabelle is out after the girls. Because um, she woke up from her coma type thing. that
2: Oh, Mama, like, sinks her both jaws, her whole Ew. jaws, Ew. into her back. Yeah. Ew. I was
0: wondering if she was trying to possess her. And, like, that was what Victoria was like, you promised about, <gasps> like, yeah. like, you promised you wouldn't possess Annabelle. And, like...
2: Uh, yeah, I assumed it was just you promised you wouldn't hurt her. Like that too. But yeah, because so right after
1: that she gets Jean, right? Yeah. Bye, Jean. <laughs>
0: and
2: no ugh. one likes you. I wrote down here. <laughs> just real quick, guys. I just want to pause again. Like, god damn, she's creepy. Yeah. That scene was just, oh my god! Like she's like, <laughs> she's like Victoria. Come, Mama. She's like, don't look at her. Mama mad. <laughs> like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> But also, there's no way with how fast she moved those kids would have been able to get away from her. No. There's no, no way. No, no. <laughs>
0: um, also, <laughs> I don't ever want my children to have that reaction to me. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> if you start floating around the house and making those noises, I'll have that reaction to you. <laughs> I will have that reaction to you so fast. <laughs>
0: I feel like the cats have that reaction to me sometimes. But it, it, Actually,
1: I think I have my last note out of order here. Because I have that walking is not okay. And that's my last. I think that's when she comes peeling off the wall and is like bent in half walking towards Annabelle oh, yeah. and the girls. That's, and I was like, nope, 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 nope,
2: Yes. And that's the exact scene that I was talking about not looking rendered right. And I, like I said, I'll have it, to go back and watch it, it didn't. But it still scared me. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. I mean, it's effective. And I'm sorry that sometimes I can't. I can't separate that. Uh sometimes I can't turn that part of my brain off, but I love that scene. That whole thing is horrific. Yeah. Yes. So well done.
0: Uh so Lucas and Annabelle get out to the cabin and they find Jean standing in the middle of the cabin. But it's not Jean anymore. Like it's her
2: skin suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her
0: eyeballs are gone and like
2: <laughs> I'm wearing like some kind of like a Jean suit.
0: Uh, <laughs> but but not, not not like denim. But anyway, <laughs> um, so I have a blank in my memory because the next thing that I remember after that is they're on the cliff. I don't think anything super important happened between um, that. And she looks up at the, the cliff.
2: cliff and then she says with her binocular vision, they're on the cliff. Uh, yes. <laughs> She's um, holding her hands up, like pretending they're binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> That's her special skill. She took that as one of her feats.
1: <laughs> um, oh, I, I, some other stuff I wanted to say quick. Okay. Freaking Jeff. I have it written here. Stop being a fart, Jeff.
3: Lucas. Like,
1: Lu- Lucas, okay. yes. Sorry. Yeah, Lucas. Um, I wrote down the wrong name. Mm. But, um... So he wakes up from his coma, or he gets better, or whatever. And instead of going to see Annabelle, like, he goes driving out to the freaking cabin.
0: Yeah!
1: Like, <laughs> instead of being like, kids. Hey, honey, listen. I'm out. Everything's cool, but I gotta go do some things. Like, he just freaking leaves, doesn't tell her where he's going, and somehow ends up, like, running out in the middle of the road while she's driving there to save the daughters.
0: Yeah. (laughs) While she's taking all of the parental responsibility that he was supposed to have assumed over these children. Yeah. Yes!
1: Which Um, she's becoming attached to, but...
0: Yes. At least Um, one of them. (laughs) And so... They go up to the cliff, and... Mama stabby-stabs Lucas with, like, her claw or something? I don't know.
2: She, like, ethereals into his body and then, like, s- like tickles his heart a little bit. And yeah, that, that makes <laughs> but him doesn't actually,
0: down. like, really do anything to it.
1: That would actually give you a grievous condition, I think. It <laughs> really, really would. It if doesn't I take... would just tickled your heart. Yeah, like, your heart <laughs> would freak out for... <laughs> yeah. Like... <clears throat> it um,
2: doesn't take much to actually change the rhythm of your heart. Yeah. And that's no. not good for your body. <laughs> It's not. <laughs>
0: um, and uh, this whole last sequence is so fucking heartbreaking. It
2: I is. I know. She and, makes them little flowered crowns and is like petting their heads. Yeah, it's like, and, like friggin' midsummer. And,
0: and, <laughs> <laughs> and she, like, she loves those girls. Mama loves those girls. Like her ghostly form, like in her whatever way loves them and she has cared for them for five years after being alone for a hundred years and Which she
1: deserves
0: <sighs> yes what being alone
1: yeah
0: uh, see i don't know she deserves
1: some kind of punishment for what she
0: yeah i mean i don't know i guess i can understand like if she had mental limitations not understanding
1: i know that's the way the law is especially in the united states like if you're insane you can't be held accountable for what you did
0: well, I'm not just saying that she was insane. I'm saying that like she was, she had a mental deficit. I think that she, like, she legitimately, between her her being insane and her deficit, like, legitimately could not understand shit. And, and
1: I agree. But, but if you cause the death of an infant, yeah, I
2: feel that you must be held to account. Like there's going to be some kind of biblical rep- retribution for that, like any kind. That shit.
0: I would venture to say that the angry mob chasing her had a hand in that baby's death. Oh uh, well, may have like, murdered all of them. So it just—I don't know. Like it's hard because like it's cause and effect, and she, yeah. Like I, I have empathy for the character of Mama. I have empathy for Edith. I. I understand where she's coming from. And she did her best. As as a ghost, she did her best to care for those girls, even with all of her insanity. And <laughs> so I understand where she's coming from. And they almost... Like, Annabelle gives her her baby back. Gives her the, the bones of her baby back.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: she turns back to her less spooky self.
1: Because she... When she jumped off the cliff, she... They both hit the branch. She fell in the water dead. Her baby got hung up on the branch. Yeah. Yes. And th- the whole premise of the movie, folks, is that she's looking for her baby. She can't find
3: her baby.
0: Yeah. And so she gives her her baby back and she, they like essentially fixed it. And then does Lily say something?
2: I believe she says, yeah. Oh. As yeah. She's, she's
1: like, Milly? Nat King Cole, not Nat King Cole.
0: Uh,
1: Nicolaj Coster Waldo Waldo he, He's trying to get well both him and Anna are trying to get The girls back to the cabin and Lily goes
0: Mama yeah. Yeah. And ends up They end up essentially like Sacrificing Lily to Mama So that they don't lose both girls Is basically I,
1: I like that I love that with Anna Um continually trying to Stop Victoria from Going with yeah. Mama Yeah Like, even at the end, she's, like, hanging on to her robe strap. Yeah. Just, like, will not let go. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I think that, honestly, if Lily weren't willingly going with Edith, that Victoria wouldn't have been going with her.
2: Mm, Yeah, probably. It, yeah, I don't know. It it did kind of seem like, at the last minute there, Edith kind of grew a little bit of a conscience, but... I personally really like dark endings. And I think that it's refreshing because like, I think that totally brutal endings like um, Jeepers Creepers they are I don't know. It's just doesn't do a lot for me, but I appreciate the fact that it's different, but endings like this that are sad and they don't have like a ray of sunshine and everything's okay. And like, you know, the monster's dead and it'll never come back again. Kind of thing. Like I really appreciate this ending. Like I appreciate it being dark. I appreciate it being sad. I appreciate the fact that like, it's fucking awful. Like it is awful no matter how you look at it. And it's sad and like they're fucked forever with them knowledge knowing that like their her sister and like his like his niece, like this little girl he spent all this time trying to help and find, is now like I guess like in purgatory with Sean Bean as like a bunch of moths or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know what's going on with that. Gehenna. But... She's in Gehenna.
0: And I'm torn on the ending of this being, yes, it's really sad, and it's really heartbreaking right in that moment, but I started thinking long-term, like, would Lily have been able to recover from being a feral child for five out of her six years of life?
2: They do kind of set that up, don't they?
0: Well,
1: she could have, because when Anna pulls her back inside from being outside all night, she starts blowing warm air on her fingers and she's like, oh, like, that's nice. And then yeah. like, it was right after that. And it's like, okay, when we want to go downstairs, what do we do? And they're like, use stairs. And Lily's like, use stairs.
0: Yeah. So she could have, I think. She mm-hmm. could have, but I don't think that she could have ever been a functioning member of society. Like, I think that she, she could have. She went be- to the jungle
2: became one. Yeah. I mean, and also, is that really something we should all really be aspiring to do? <laughs> like
0: i mean i guess not but the society <laughs> really i'm just saying that like i i don't know that lily growing up could have ever led a normal life and i think that honestly victoria and lucas and annabelle would have all taken on this responsibility of trying to help her lead a normal life but i don't know that it would have ever happened and i think it would have been a series of extreme struggles and there may have been some resentment for her not being able to go with mama and so there's that side of it there is the possibility that she could have like made a recovery basically and become quote unquote normal but it's questionable and if that
1: makes you feel better about the ending of the movie kitty then you should go with that Mm -hmm.
0: But on, on the flip side of that, she obviously wasn't given much of a chance to, like, she was given, what, three and a half months to reintegrate into society. Yeah. So, like, it, I don't know. It's questionable either direction. And a part of it for me, like, I appreciate that this won't likely ever happen to anybody else. It doesn't seem like it. Mama has her baby. Yeah,
2: it looks like she has closure now. And she got it right, like the librarian was saying.
0: Yeah, and the like mystic. she was given given a baby as like atonement for what happened to her, basically.
2: Well, the idea I think is supposed to be that what she didn't necessarily want, but in her, whether it was like like you said, she has a mental deficit, or she's uh, legitimately what's her schizophrenic or something along those lines, which would have been treated the same. Like you guys were saying, I I, I agreed like it very much would have been treated the same way. I think in her mind, she thought that like, we'll be together forever with her baby and jumped and her arms get decimated by that tree trunk. That's conveniently growing out of the side of a frigging cliff that hangs up her baby's swaddle and breaks her arms and she falls and she's separated. When she dies, she doesn't have her baby with her. So like, And she's her... never
0: put to rest, either. They just right. leave her in the lake.
2: I guess, yeah. So, like, her... Really?
0: Yeah, that whole scene with the moths <sighs> bursting out of her back, they left her there long enough that eggs were laid inside of her. Uh... You know,
2: like she's just floating in the river to get, like, rotted and waterlogged and just... Ugh.
0: Which, and, that's not you. how moths are are born but i mean it
2: Uh, i mean in wet dark places sure i'm not sure if there's any flesh-eating moths out there (laughs) no but there might be some that are what's what i'm looking for that might be incubated inside of like a a rotting host oh yeah i guess maybe but anyway the point is that like so she again like this movie i love the way that that's set up like she dies knowing that the only thing that she wanted was to be with her baby forever and she was separated from it yeah. And they, the baby presumably, hopefully, gets to pass on to whatever else is out there, and she doesn't. So her unfinished business is that she wants to be connected with another life, presumably one that she can nurture and mother, and that's what she gets at the end. That's why like, it's fulfilled for her. So she really didn't need both girls, she just needed one, but still really sad. Just the one girl, actually. Just the just one, the one girl.
0: girl, actually. God, <laughs> um... that, that
2: scene. Not even that scene, just that line where she says, Victoria... Lily, mama. And she responds with Lily, mama. Yeah. I was just like,
0: oh. Like,
2: right in the feels. Oh and, my god.
0: Like I started crying at that point yeah. and after the movie was over. I was like, "So, are we got to go play some video games." And Vic was like, "You're sounding kind of sniffly. Are you getting sick?" And I was like, "I was crying."
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I was crying on the inside.
0: I was like <laughs> weeping i was so upset with the whole thing and like i've seen this movie before but like i said it just didn't hit me the same way as it did yeah now that i'm a parent
2: 100 percent, there are movies that i watch now that have a different impact on me
0: yeah mm-hmm. but did you find a, a a response on whether or not that's a thing that could have happened with the moths i'm assuming that's what you were clickety clacking about
2: I, I was
1: um i didn't find anything so helpful about okay. that. <laughs> there's like several species of butterflies that will eat other insects And there's a species of moth that will eat, like, feathers and stuff, like, -like carotene-based things, but that's all I
0: found, so. Very interesting. I have some questions about the end of this movie.
1: Wait, 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 wait. What? Victor and Kitty, wasn't there an episode of Blacklist where they had carnivorous butterflies? I have not
0: watched Blacklist, so.
1: Maybe you guys didn't get that far. And gals, sorry. What should we say instead of guys? Now that that's a big thing folks folks
2: y'all i mean i like folks that's a good
0: i generally just say like
2: um so people
0: or folks or y'all
2: what were your questions kitty because i've got some too
0: so okay i feel this way at the end of most horror movies but especially at the end of this movie how are they gonna explain all the shit Dr. Dreyfus is dead. Jean is dead. Lily's fucking gone.
1: I thought about this. Oh, I have an answer. When you're done asking questions, I know what I was going to say about that.
0: And so that's going to be really fucking difficult to explain. Also, working through all of the trauma- of everything that's gone down, start to finish, Victoria's parents dying in a murder-suicide, her sister being taken, dealing with Mama for those five years. Like, there's a lot of trauma that goes along with that. And now, the psychiatrist that she was talking to, the or therapist, or whatever he was, was using her. Which, I mean, I don't know that she necessarily understood what was going mm-hmm. on there. But... It would be extraordinarily difficult for me as a parent to then trust any other therapist after all of that.
2: Well, not only that, but the only therapist that could legitimately really understand what happened and actually help her is now dead.
0: Yeah. So, like, there's just, there's so many things that went on. Also, where are they going to fucking live now? Because now that they're not part of a case study, they can't live in that house anymore.
1: Yeah, but Aunt Jean's gone, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, maybe all the money she has will go to the girls. Maybe. The girl, and here's my theory on how they're going
2: to explain what happened.
0: Okay,
2: okay, blame it all on Aunt Jean. I kind of thought that too. Like, she went crazy when she, she kidnapped the girls, she killed the doctor, she did do she one of those things, vanished Lily. Hopefully they don't look at the fact that her skin is now like devoid of all liquid and like has moths growing. But I
0: think he's saying that like she disappeared with Lily and.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, no, no, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Blame it all on Jean, and boom, you're made. Boom. Yeah, I'm sure her husband,
1: if she even, had, wouldn't argue because he probably doesn't like her either.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: Nobody likes her, as you've stated,
1: or her wife, whatever.
0: Yeah, um, I'm sure her spouse is just
1: with her because they feel like they don't have any voice.
0: So. Yeah, that was basically where I was at with the end of it. Should we go ahead and jump into our favorite things?
2: Let's jump into that stuff. I want to go just jump first. right in like Edith jumping into the lake.
0: My favorite thing is that mama was nice to the dog.
2: Was she nice to the dog or she just didn't kill it?
0: I mean, handsome like would go to her. Mm. Like he didn't like growl at her or anything.
2: That was kind of nice not to have the dog be afraid of the creepy thing for once yeah. cuz like I know dogs that would run right out into something that would murder them. They yeah. happily so, it was kind of nice to see that. So, yeah,
0: he was just like, oh, cool, another person in the house that can, like, pet me and stuff.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. Sorry. Just the thought of, like, seeing Mama doing that weird, like, rawr, as she's, like, going through the house and then stopping to, like, use her giant crooked fingers to pet the dog and like, <laughs> then keep on going rawr, through the house.
0: Um, Alright, so what was your favorite thing, Vic? Um...
1: I'm sorry, I had myself muted. I had something I wanted to say i thought right. so you seemed i was cool. talking for like the last 5 minutes and you guys were like unusually quiet
2: <laughs> so what, what uh, were you saying
1: I, I said i wish it was uh, being nice to people was just as easy as not killing them
2: and i wish <laughs> that was how it went uh
1: max you're not very nice And i go well i didn't kill you like
0: yeah and then
1: be like oh you're right <laughs>
3: yeah
0: i don't know i think that sometimes me just like Accepting someone's existence is enough to consider me being nice to them. Like I'm not actively <laughs> being a dick to you, so get over it.
1: That's, that's fair enough.
2: Yeah, that's that's similar.
0: Vic, what was your favorite part?
2: Uh, my favorite part was. Oh, this is gonna be hard. I have a lot of really favorite parts. It's hard because, like, I want to pick my favorite part that was scary. Nope. But I can't because.
0: I mean, you can have two. No. I mean, you can pick two scary parts if you want to say that one of them was your favorite and one of them was the scariest.
2: I'll probably pick this every time that I have the opportunity to, and it, it's not going to come up that often. But my favorite part was that they used a physical actor to play this role because it adds a seriously creepy element to this. Yeah. Even though there were times, um, I'd say probably half the time we see Mama, she is 100% um, animated. And that's just for ease of, like ease of shooting because it'd be really, really hard to rig somebody up to do all that stuff. So, uh, I get it, but like, I really, really appreciate that. There are times where the the physical on screen presence of this person, because like real effects, practical effects just have so much more impact with me. So that's my favorite thing. Okay, Max, my
1: favorite part was when Annabelle was clinging to Victoria Aww. like it was a very symbolic thing too like yeah.
0: yeah
1: she's not just trying to stop her from going over the cliff. she's trying to tell her like I'm not giving up on you like yeah. no matter what mama's doing to me like shoving my head into the dirt and trying to put me to sleep like I'm fighting with everything I have to keep you here
0: yeah
1: Or you will be loved and cared for yes.
0: All right, uh, least favorite part. Oh, God. Pick one. Mm. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I mean, it was my least favorite part, but it was completely necessary for the movie, is when the the girls are sitting in front of the fire in the beginning, and it's, like, starting to die, and it's freezing outside, and...
2: Is that, like, if I just take on a diet that's, like, almost entirely cherries, will I look like them? (laughs) Like well, I become. We gang-
0: spend a lot of time shitting your brains out. I probably you would. would. I mean, <laughs>
2: a diet of any one thing, I don't think is is healthy at all. Uh, ever.
1: Well, the, the pictures they drew in crayon shows them eating rats too. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Or squirrels or something. Yeah. Um, you would have to have a protein. Yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't make it.
0: And I mean, Mama was like killing raccoons and shit. So yeah, ew. Also, I just wanted to point out that probably one of my favorite things, but also one of the grossest things, is the fact that Lily spent so much goddamn time eating moths. Ugh.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's it's so, so gross. gross. Really weird. I thing. did have a note that said, "Ew, don't eat those." <laughs> yeah, like. To, and like... she
0: had schmutz all over her face all the time. Ugh. <laughs> sorry what were you saying Vic?
2: Uh, i was just gonna say that actually oh sorry um but anyway so my least favorite part um this is gonna be kind of mean but i don't think that lucas needed to wake up
0: like, <laughs> the movie
2: had absolutely like he had no impact in the rest of the movie whatsoever no he did not
0: he needed to be the cash cow to get the girls found and then
2: yeah like honestly yeah maybe people would have been a little bit more annoyed and maybe like like they were like oh we gotta have him in more of this movie so like have him wake up but his that whole thing with his brother appearing like I said didn't really seem like it fit and like him waking up added very little to the movie in my opinion and I I like that actor don't get me wrong like I think he's a great actor and I really like seeing him and stuff but this role like this the rest of this movie did not really benefit from him being in it.
0: Either don't put him in a coma at all or don't have him wake up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it just
2: didn't really seem like it was necessary, in my opinion. We, don't...
1: we don't need anybody in comas in any movie. Like,
0: um... He could have just had a
1: broken leg or something. Like
0: Honestly, they could have <laughs> just cut him out of the movie entirely. Annabelle could have been the sister of Jeff in the beginning, and some random hunter could have stumbled upon the cabin in the woods with the girls in it.
2: No, you Many need to of have, these things are true. You need to have Aunt Fart.
0: Oh yeah, and and heart, heart. yeah, so they'd
2: have to have battling sisters for custody, maybe. Uh, yeah. Well
0: she I mean she could have been the Annabelle could have been the sister of Jeff and uh Jean Jean was the sister of the mother. Yeah. So. Okay,
2: okay, yeah, I see what you mean.
1: Well, um, a, she says okay, this is a part I didn't understand. In the beginning, when she's trying to make her case to have the kids, she's not really talking herself up. She's just trying to talk Jeff down. Right. Or Lucas. Right. And she says his brother killed her niece i swear she says niece
0: oh she may have been the great aunt you might be right
2: possibly yeah she seemed a bit older to be her sister You're right you she does me. say that you're right
0: yeah she might have been the great aunt
2: is that how it works i mean yeah. yeah.
1: i have a couple great aunts so
2: are they though or are they just kind of okay uh i haven't spoken to any of them in like 14 years so. We'll put them down as okay for now but they're they're fine they're fine, they're fine aunts. <laughs> Right. They don't They don't kill me, so they're all right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that, that's the barometer <laughs> for measuring if people are decent or not. They don't yeah, sneak is.
0: into your house in the middle of the night and try to take pictures of bruises on you. <laughs> okay. Where are we? Uh,
2: Where are we my doing? least
1: favorite part. Your least favorite part, Max. Any part of the beginning. Okay. Mm. I could not stand any of that. They're three in one. The three-year-old has some idea of what's going on, but barely. Yeah. Yeah. And the one-year-old just has no idea what's happening. Like they can't. Yeah. They have no conception. Like they're they're completely helpless, and it's just horrible.
2: It is. So it's your least favorite part because it was effective, not because it was bad.
1: It, uh, exactly. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was it was very very effective, That's and I it it disturbed me greatly. So
2: it's important to me to make that distinction because as a listener, I would want to know that. Um, but yeah, I understand. No, it was
1: very well written. Just, it did I, I don't need to see stuff like that. Yeah.
2: Also, just want to point out real quick that I... The one scene with Lucas I really did like, which I did... I liked him in this movie, and I thought that it was it was, it was, was fine. I just, like I said, the rest of after he wakes up in the coma didn't really seem to need to happen. He could have woken up at the very end and would have been like, a, yeah, he's awake now sort of thing. Yeah, he's <laughs>
0: awake. Where's my other niece? Oh. all oh, right.
2: sorry. Well, let me explain. Um, but... Anyway, I-, I liked the scene where she was like, You're like the cool uncle. And he's like, Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> but, all right, so, kitty, scariest part.
0: Oh, God, there's so many good ones. There are
2: so many good ones.
0: I think for me, the scariest part probably was that dream sequence in the beginning where uh, Lily's like, this creepy crawling through the hallway mm-hmm. that Annabelle has. I think that 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 whole sequence was probably the scariest. For
1: me. The hallway that Annabelle has is that what you meant? Was in? Uh,
2: okay. Yeah, was in. Okay. Um, yeah, she's like watching her creep through the gloom again, fucking dark areas in the house. Yeah. And she like walks her, watches her like pitter patter on all fours into her bedroom, and then what happens? She goes to walk in the room, and doesn't something weird happen? Something scary happens. It's um, a dream sequence. I know that. I don't remember the exact
0: Yeah, something like woke her up and scared her. Like scared her to wake her up.
1: Yeah, what was I think it was the scratching under the bed. No,
0: no, that was the that was with the um whenever she had the dream sequence of Edith on the cliff.
2: Ew, yeah, that's
0: right. Um
2: She hears her. She hears her saying no. She hears Mama. Oh yeah. Yelling, like she goes into the bedroom, she hears her going like no and like yeah. it's really fucking distorted and terrifying sounding and like i don't remember what happens after that
1: yeah but
3: I
2: remember when you
1: try like, to mimic her sound you kind of sound like i kind of sound like what mr bean
3: no <laughs> uh. no don't do that no
0: that would have been a totally different movie
1: yeah that <laughs> yeah, like, goes into the bedroom and there's a been-
2: <laughs> just sort of floating
0: <laughs> six inches
2: above the ground
0: he tries to do creepy shit and knocks everything over
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah it gets like stuff glued to him and like yeah.
0: <laughs> he gets stuck halfway through the wall while he's trying to
1: can't figure yeah, out like a view. doctor seeing like his legs and Annabelle seeing his top half
0: <laughs> can't,
3: oh, can't figure out the whole
2: corporeal and corporeal thing <laughs> 'Cause that's got to be hard for a ghost. Like, you know, you can face through a wall and then you suddenly like hit a switch or something and you're suddenly able to smack people around.
0: Oh like... god.
2: <sighs> um
0: well she had over 100 years to figure it out, so.
2: True, she had plenty of time. Um oh, so that was a question I had for you guys. What the fuck
0: was she folks.
2: doing for all that time? That was a question I had for you folks, y'all folks. Y'all. Y'all, y'all folks. folks, y'all folks and cats Um <laughs> She completely undermined the whole purpose of saying, folks. <laughs> you did <laughs> <laughs> anyway. What the fuck was um, Edith doing for a hundred years? Like, was she literally just, just wandering sure. the woods looking for someone? Like, I believe she was wandering the woods looking for her baby. Okay, but like, has no one else gone in those woods? Like, no one else to see her that she could have murdered? I
0: mean, maybe no babies,
2: I guess. She just okay so the the kids are what brought her to the cabin she wasn't actually at the cabin she just I,
1: I think it. she was kind of hanging out there Okay, and then the kids showed up and she's like oh hey here Yeah I think
0: that like I mean as I think even as a ghost like obviously she was seeking for lack of a better relation she was she was seeking a relationship with a child that sounds creepy whenever i put it that way paternal instinct she, Yeah but she was seeking a child to parent aggressively aggressively but yes. I think that like it wouldn't be completely unrealistic to think that she saw a cabin and hung out there because it was cozier than just being in the woods or the cabin
2: <laughs> I guess rustic yeah but okay I just it yeah. was like 70s style was. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> It and was. apparently
0: nobody ever fucking went there. Like, yeah. It would
2: have been like a hundred years in the future for her. <laughs> <laughs> Who puts a sliding glass door in a cabin? Like, what the hell? It, it would be like if I found a cabin in the woods and we drama. Like, drama. <laughs> <laughs> okay. a sliding glass oh, but not
0: been a long door time. The, <laughs> the cabin at my camp.
2: I guess, yeah. All right. I concede my point. All right. Um, so, scariest part for me, hands down, the bed scene. I don't care if it was a dream sequence. Holy God. When she's like, Victoria? what's under the bed? And it's like, and like hitting like, and like smacking its head on the bed. And like, yeah. Oh my God. And then I would like, not have been okay with that. No part of that is okay. And then it glides <laughs> up over the side of the bed. And it's just there in her space. And like, she's like actively trying not to look at it. And then she does. And like, Oh my. Oh. Yep.
0: And then she wakes up wearing 19 layers of clothing. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah, hands down. That was the scariest part for me uh, amid many, many scary parts. Max. Max. <laughs> <Hacks. laughs> My scariest part was when Doctor
1: Dreyfus by himself. Yes. That it did just. I don't know what it is about that scene that just completely unnerved me. Like the the sounds. Like if I was in that cabin hearing her make those... can you do it? Like the Mr. Bean noises.
2: Yeah. Roar.
1: Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I just. I, I really think if I had been in that situation for real, I could not have
2: processed it. So you think you like, like immediately would have went into like uh, fear induced insanity,
1: just like overwhelmed with terror. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm interested to know her reasoning behind killing him, because like he wasn't trying to like parent the girls, and he was a big part of the reason why they got to stick around in that area.
2: He was trying to like dispel her or figure out what was up with her and like not have her take the kids she saw her she saw him as like an obstacle
0: oh see I kind of felt like he would have kept her around for a while because he was like trying to write a book about it
2: I don't know I mean he did like he I don't know maybe just because he was kind of pushing Victoria a bit because he was Dr. Shady yeah I guess you go around the outside yeah Mm -hmm.
0: I guess maybe her protective instinct would have took over versus like her jealous instinct like it I don't know. Um, And did he?
1: So someone's interfering with your children, and you brutally murder them. That's. I
0: mean, I mean that's actually
1: not ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) Now that I said out
2: loud, it's it's pretty reasonable. (laughs)
0: Uh,
2: But did he time it so that it would be dark when he got to the cabin? Because it kind of seems like he just. (laughs) Why would you go at night? (laughs) Both of them do it. Both him and um, Lucas. Yeah, Lucas. They both like find the cabin at night. And that's how, like, that's just happens to be when they get there. And, like, I had that, I thought I had that as a note. Like, time it better, guys. Jesus. Like, yeah. don't go at night when everyone agrees it's t- more terrifying and creepy <laughs> things have more power. Overall rating for the movie, I guess?
0: My overall rating, I would probably give it.
2: It looked like you were going to say what I want to say.
0: A nine out of 10.
2: Oh, all right. Okay.
0: I thought that it was really well-written. I thought that the effects overall were pretty good. The things that they left out were things that were irrelevant. Uh-huh. Things that I, like, I'm like. i personally curious about, but I don't need to know them to enjoy the movie.
2: No, and they no, didn't no. kill the dog. They didn't kill the dog. I was going to say 8 out of 10, but then I remembered that there's that scene in the beginning of the movie where she says, Daddy, there's a woman outside. She's not touching the ground. Like yeah. it was so innocent and so well written. Like it, and there's so many and he scenes just like fucking that.
0: Ignores her. Yeah. Well, I mean, he like,
2: is not in a good mental state not no. at all. Like I think expecting him to <laughs> like be if, it'd be scenes. like whatever. You know, I didn't even <laughs> wouldn't even process that either. Yeah, it, it would just sound like noise. Like it would just be white noise. <laughs> but yeah, like just little touches like that are great, and and I love like I said, all the creature design stuff, and it all comes together. So I honestly. I, I agree. Like, 9 out of 10. I think this movie has so much going for it. Maximilian. Um, I give it a 10 out of 10.
1: Wow. Yeah. You can really <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, this is the second movie in a row that Kitty has chosen that I've given a 10 out of 10. Yeah, yeah. and it um, has
2: also left a lasting mark on you.
1: It has. It was a very powerful movie in a lot of ways yeah but it also had all the things that i like um it had an attractive female lead who is strong and like combating like this thing somewhat
2: and doesn't of. actually need a man like at all mm-hmm. and not that that's part of it but um she's just
0: max is like she does need a man she needs me damn it <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: well that would be nice but i don't know if jessica chastain's married or not i don't know dead silence had all the things I like in a horror movie. That kind of set the standard. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that movie to me is like the perfect horror movie. And uh Mama followed the same guidelines. The things I already said, it had like the, the creature was terrifying. The situations were terrifying. The slight nuances, like you said, Victor, were there. The story made sense. And towards the end of the movie, you got a real good look at that monster. Yeah. And also at the end, there is closure. Yes. Nothing's really left to be wondered about, not really. Those are all the things I look for in a horror movie and it had them all. So,
0: you know, I actually like now that I'm kind of thinking about it, I'm thinking that Guillermo del Toro actually did have a little bit more of a hand in maybe some of the writing and stuff cuz he's really good at tragedy. Yeah. He's really good at like sad stories yeah and so i mean i don't want to discredit the writers but i'm wondering if maybe he had a little bit more of a hand than just like creature creation and right. this one
2: like you get some people to come in and punch the script up a little bit and you get him to come in and depress the script up a little bit yeah yep <laughs> <laughs> all right hey guillermo could you uh Depress this down a little
0: bit, Can please. You suck a little of the serotonin out of this for me, please. Well, oh, don't yeah. have
1: both the girls survive. Just have the one.
3: Oh man
0: <laughs>
1: We need a few of the watchers of this movie to antidepressants when
2: it's over. So yeah. if you could do that, that'd be great. Yo, that's me. Um, um But no, yeah, I mean I I, I agree and, and um crap, there's another point I was gonna make and I forgot it now. Sorry. And I thought it was important, but maybe it wasn't. Maybe
0: you'll think of it again. Maybe I will
2: think of it again.
0: My scary rating that i would give it would probably be i think i'm gonna give it a nine again like i'm gonna give it nines across the board because it is legitimately creepy and i forgot how creepy this movie was actually like i mm-hmm. like i had blocked chunks of it out apparently but yeah no it, it's definitely up there as far as creep level goes
2: i'm gonna give it a fucking 10 because this movie scared <laughs> the fucking shit out of me multiple times yes over to you max
1: I would also give it a 10 out of 10. Like I said, it did also contain things I don't like in a movie. I'm just saying it had everything on my checklist for a good horror movie. Yeah. Yes. And the parts that were scary, like whatever it is just about the way they do this, the way they did it in Dead Silence, it just unnerves me. And when it unnerves me, that means it was scary and it was good and I liked it. 10 yeah. out of 10. So.
2: Yeah, it there- just makes you feel unsettled. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Pacing. Pacing is so important to a horror movie. You can't have too little because then you're just freaking bored. Like we mm-hmm. watched the movie. That um, was good. It was called Wendigo, but it was very, very slow. And I think that's what it was called anyway. But it was it was a Netflix original. It was like um, the two settlers that are living on a, like a farm. And they like their neighbors move in like a mile away and then weird stuff starts happening. The wind. Just the wind? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh that's right, because I kept making fart jokes. Um
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: It was a good movie, but it was very slow. Oh like, my God, the word fart joke is funny. <laughs> it was it was like two thirds in before things start getting creepy and weird. So like pacing is really important because you can't have it be too slow and you can't have it be too fast, because then like you don't have any sense of like that sense of dread isn't earned as much. And this movie it had the perfect balance of pacing in my opinion for a horror movie like it's it builds perfectly and it gets to the end and it it ends at a perfect note where it's still really creepy without it being like okay we've already seen this she's already done this before like it's they save all the best stuff for last and it just ramps up perfectly
0: yeah
2: that was the point that i wanted to make cuz
0: i mean they they started off with mama removes a threat to the girls and yes. you actually kind of appreciate her a little bit. And then, like, she's kind of playful with the girls. And then, like, just as things go on, like, she gets more and more malicious as things go on. So. Yeah. They just did a really good job. With yeah. Them,
2: Overall, it's just a very, very well done movie. They um, did.
0: I really like that Lucas took in his brother's dog, too. <laughs> like.
2: He's <It was laughs> named Handsome.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, the dopiest little wiener dog. Yeah. Um. Uh
2: Oh, also the box thing was really cute. Lily jumping oh, in boxes. yeah. Was super like, cute. like
0: peeking out over it. Yeah. Well,
2: in the yard it was, not when she was in the house. Oh, no, that funny.
0: was terrifying.
2: Yeah. Also, clean up your fucking boxes, people. Put them out on the curb. Especially your packing material. Like, at least cardboard will break down, but not your plastic bubble wrap. I mean, they're the also trash.
0: taking care of feral children. So, That's I no mean... excuse. That's no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Lily was using them as a playground. I don't know.
2: All right, so I guess let's talk about what we're doing next week.
0: It's your pick.
2: It is my pick. So we talked about this a little bit earlier. We were all kind of putting our heads together and trying to come up with, like, a creepy Contagion or Outbreak movie just because it seemed like it fit the setting. We were trying to decide if that would be Don't
0: you do it. Don't you dare do it.
2: A good call or not. Do what? I'm not entirely sure, and I'm scared to say anything else.
0: Okay, keep talking. She's talking to an
2: animal? I don't know. No. No, she's talking to me. I just don't know what I'm about to get in trouble for. I'm her.
0: worried about what he's going to pick.
2: Um, so. <clears throat> What's he going to say? I don't know what I could pick that would be so terrible. Okay, just keep going. I promise I won't pick it if you tell me what it is. No, no,
0: no, no. Nope, I want to know.
2: Okay. Victor, just say the movie you were going to say. Now I want to say something terrible that I know you both <laughs> don't want to watch, but I can make you watch. <laughs> that I was going to wait for later. But it would be Kitty's fault. Okay, um, Lights Out. I yeah. haven't seen it for a long time. That's but not a Contagion movie. I remember it having... Yeah, so I'm sorry. You so rudely interrupted me, and I was trying to get to a point, but you completely like knocked me off my line of thinking. My thinking train is derailed. There are very few survivors. We're trying to work right now around the clock. Anyway, my point is, I couldn't really think of any Contagion movies. actually scary. I thought... <laughs> and there's Max looking it up.
0: I thought <sighs> that you were going to pick Contracted
2: no fuck that movie (laughs) nope I don't ever want to see it again okay so just for our listeners edification I'm pretty sure all three of us agreed that we don't find gore over excessive gore to be scary like we don't really care that much about like gross out stuff like like Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah Yeah, if your movie we don't like
0: torture porn or gore or Hills Have Eyes like
2: if your movie's like oh look at this guy get broken in half look at this girl get raped and then get broken in half like I'm not really I don't give a shit about your movie yeah if you don't have any of the things that we just described enjoying about mama then I don't Really give a shit about your movie. If that's your thing, go for it. But like, unless I'm watching it
0: to laugh, like my bloody Valentine, (sighs) like my bloody Valentine,
2: it wasn't. Okay, yeah, I guess a little bit. It
0: was gory. It was
2: cheesy gore, which is a little bit of a different category. But yeah, like um. So anyway, no, I wouldn't pick that movie. It's not not my cup of tea, and I would never subject anybody else to it. If it's your thing, go for it. Whatever, to each their own. But anyway, no, I couldn't come up with any good scary movies that were based around diseases that were decent. So. Lights out. I vaguely remember this movie from like three or four years ago. I remember it being creepy, but I also remember it having some pretty serious issues. And I also remember it having some scenes in it that were very reminiscent of Mama. And I wanted to go back and watch those again because I hate myself.
1: And this is based on the YouTube short film that we saw years and years and years ago? It is indeed. I think by the same name.
0: We should watch both of them. Give the- them both ratings. Of I, I, uh...
1: <laughs> okay. I, I haven't indeed. seen... The lights out movie but i saw that short film which was absolutely terrifying they
2: have an homage to that short film in the movie
1: uh, i'm looking at the still frame of the face yes right before it mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and oh my God, i
1: can't look at that but
2: i can't look away yeah um, oh
1: it's
3: oh
2: <laughs> so yeah
1: oh,
0: I,
2: I gotta get rid of this i can't <laughs> point tonight. <laughs> oh. Sorry if you heard
0: a bunch of clink clunking around The cat clinkity, was clinkity. rubbing his head on the, the microphone
2: Clink clunklers Clinkity clunkity So yeah, Lights Out That's <sighs> what we're going to be doing next week um, What were we talking about before the podcast? My Little Pony
1: oh, We might have been talking about My we Little talked Pony We talked about
0: My Little Pony a little
1: bit, yeah we have to, That's what I need to think about Not the love it, images for Lights Out I just, uh, It's on
0: Netflix, put an episode on
1: um, My Little Pony, I will. I will It'll make me feel better <laughs>
0: yeah she's an evil enchantress she does evil <laughs> dances
1: i can uh, handle that
0: <laughs>
2: um <laughs> it's like watching hocus pocus
0: <laughs> all right so i think we're good i, I think, think we're that's done. it
2: yeah thanks for listening guys always appreciated hopefully you enjoyed this one and hopefully you'll enjoy the next one um tune in again next week to hear us freak out about hopefully enjoy maybe not tear apart um lights out
0: okay bye
2: bye thanks for listening